Hello, and welcome back to XP Based, where sometimes we say, hey, a whip. I'm Moxie. And I'm Michael. If you're new around here, welcome. We're a podcast that talks predominantly about old school RuneScape. It's a good like 99% or so, perhaps 92%. And then as we say, the other half is talking about random tangential nonsense because Oxy and I have a tendency to get off track. Um, You know, if you're not new around here, welcome back. My cat is going to be screaming the entire time. She got the zoomies and wants something to do the minute I hit record. So maybe Michael (laughs) will leave in some in the background like she's being tortured (laughs) i promise you she's not she's just being dramatic michael oxy yes how is your week going (laughs) it's going good hey i want to start off the episode by saying come to the x-place north meetup august 5th man remembering in guy (laughs) how do you say ylipsy ypsilanti Ypsilanti, Michigan, Ip, which is Ip, just Ypsilanti. I realized oh, I a... messed that up last week. It's not oh. Ypsilanti. Michigan has there's a, a Y in it. <laughs> so, like half of Michigan's cities are named after like Saginaw, Chippewa, Ojibwe tribe things. Mm-hmm. So, like obviously things like like Detroit is French. It was Detroit for a while, you know. Mount Pleasant is just a okay. There he's BRB. Cool. Nope. He's looking nope. for a game. Cool. <laughs> All right. He's touching the he's stream so- deck, folks. We're killing <laughs> it. Just press the button. <laughs> but but you know, cities like, you know, Saginaw, um God, what's another one I'm thinking of? It's uh, where are the words. Words are hard. I have no idea any of the names. So it, it's just like Native American derived yeah. from like the native american tribes and yeah their, pretty much and their the pronunciations the are a little a little wonky so even though there is a y it's not ypsilanti it's ypsilanti i'm pretty okay. sure i don't go to that part of the state super often um so i felt kind of bad people have been like hitting me up in dms like what's a good hotel where's a good place to stay what are good things to do i'm like i don't think i've been in that area since i was in middle school when i went to go watch a u of m football game with one of my buddies like i don't think have been there in forever um i heard otis says english language is hard it's not the english language it's the ojibwe language that's hard that's why it's difficult but it's the opposite of english not quite (laughs) we still use the same characters but you know i guess what is the opposite of english like binary language ones and zeros Uh, probably that seems like the most it's like the opposite to most languages is binary i would guess but Anyway, we are having a North meetup for XP Waste in Ypsilanti, Michigan, which is near Ann Arbor, I've, I've been told, which is outside of Detroit. So if you're like wanting to come be there, show up, just fly into DTW, Detroit, Michigan on August 5th. More information is going to be in the Discord. If you check the pinned comments in, uh, in the XP Waste chat in our Discord, um, you can find out more information there, but I just wanted to let you guys know, we're going to send, you know, we're going to keep reminding you pretty much every episode just to, you know, if you like, Hey, I haven't listened to X weeks in weeks and weeks and weeks, but this is your first time hearing it. You you've heard it first here, folks. Uh, X weeks North is happening August 5th, 2023. I'm very excited. It'll be, it'll be my what second, third time in Michigan ever. The, the, the last time I went was for episode 99 
and uh, that was a lot of fun. But it was it was cold. I'm kind of excited to see Michigan in the summer and to ex- to escape like the Texas inferno that is outside. Because I don't know about you, but it's been like I get in the car and it'll be three digits, like 110, just sitting in the sun. We don't get that. It's it's so bad. I will Um, say, how do you feel about humidity? I hate the humidity, but like, as long as it's not, (laughs) well, no, because like right now it's 110 degrees and like 60% humidity. So like it's the worst of both worlds. But if it's like a cool 90, 85 degrees humid, that doesn't bother me because at least you can breathe. You say 85 degrees or percent humidity 85 degrees with like a 50 or 60 percent humidity that it's, that does, it's 75 it's degrees bad. cloudy and 72 percent humidity so mm. it builds I and it and the air gets the air gets bad. thick around here not yeah. even just from the canadian smoke like the air gets the air like just genuinely feels thick with the humidity um not like in like two a, c's uh, yeah two c's sometimes three there's just mainly just two. It's it's not like it's not like toxic to breathe in. It's just it's yeah. I, I'm super used to it. So like when I went to yeah. Arizona, the air felt really really light when I went to the Grand Canyon because yeah, I was like because it's oh, a very dry heat. Is, like the dry heat, I'm like this is weird. It just hurts. Like there's nothing I here. Would, <laughs> I would much rather have a dry heat because I am a perpetual sweater. Uh, I, I mean, just stand like going outside to take the trash out. I just sweat. I'm not even exerting any sort of physical force. And like my pores are leaking sweat. So if I can have, like if I can go outside and just stand and not, not do anything like crazy uh, and not have to sweat, I would much rather have that. Uh, Iron Otis asked in the recording booth chat if we're going to do an episode while, you know, while I'm in Michigan for the meetup. And I mean, probably. We're, I'm going to be there on a Saturday. It's not like, so alternatively, I would have to fly home Sunday and immediately get back on the computer when I get home to record the episode versus just planning for us to record that weekend while I'm there. But that episode might be all over the place. We might even yeah. like how would you guys feel if we did like a vlog style episode that Ooh. week? Where because my, so when we went to Texas, right? I stayed at Michael's house. Unfortunately, I live three hours away from Detroit Metro, um, and my parents' house, who they live like an hour away, is not the most feasible place to record, you know, kind of hard to bust up in your parents' house that you haven't lived in in six years, <laughs> put up a full recording setup, because I'd have to take my gaming PC and my monitors and all that home, and then double it to get Michael set up as well. Yeah, It's not feasible to do like an episode like we did in Texas. Because I don't know about you, I really don't want to bring my computer down to Ann Arbor. Yeah. Like, I'll bring my laptop and we'll do, like, a a raid, like, a shitter raid on my laptop. I've got no problem with that. But, like, I don't want to bring this beast with me um, (laughs) down there. So, what what I'm thinking is maybe Michael and I can take some time and, like, randomly document stuff. Because we did for episode 99, I'm pretty sure. Did we ever post that stuff or no it's it's on on the patreon patreon yeah Yeah. so we've done some vlog style stuff in the past let us know how you feel about a vlog episode it's not gonna be a big like milestone episode it'll 
probably just be Michael and I exploring around Michigan. Mm-hmm. And frankly, if we do the vlog style one, there's a chance that people who come to the meetup might make it in because the mm. the break bit we did for the Texas meetup was yeah. so fun. The I interview? had such a good time <laughs> with those interviews that I kind of want to like, I don't know if I want to do that same thing or mix it up somehow. Yeah. Um, make it I, like a tradition though. I mean, well, maybe we'll, we'll see how we're, we're going. We'll see how we're feeling, but like something to to get the people involved while we're there. So let us know in our discord, how you guys would feel about like, it's really non-traditional for XP ways to do something like that, you know? And uh-huh. we've always said that we want to be more than just like an uncut discord call. So if, if the like absolute lack of technological anything in that episode, cause I think like someone said, uh, Otis said smartphone audio, it's not gonna be great, guys. <laughs> like I have a I have a, a a solution for that. So before I went to Michigan for ninety nine, I bought these little like lav uh, they call them like uh, lav lavender my lavender lavender. It starts with an L. It starts it rhymes with lavender. I can't lavender. Anyway, they're mics that clip onto your shirt, and they're wireless. And we have two of them, and we can channel both of them into a phone. They they're they're designed to be uh, lavalier. Yeah, whatever that word is. Um, thank you. Soggy waffles. They're designed to be clipped onto your shirt. They go into your phone, and we can both record audio from them. So I have some ideas now that you mentioned like That's going around the city. Kind of sick. Um, yeah, I have some ideas on what we could actually do for an episode that week. I think it would be a lot of fun. That, actually. that could be a lot of fun because, uh, like, I, I don't know how this is related at all. Like I said, welcome to XP Waste, home of the tangents. Um, <laughs> my roommate went to Electric Forest which is a huge EDM festival in Michigan. If you're a raver, you probably have heard of Electric Forest. It's massive. Tons of people come out. It's in the woods in Michigan. It's a big, fun time. My room... So when you go to these raves, people have, like, totems, they call them, where you... So, like, in the sea of people, you can find your group. Uh, Last year, my roommate's group, uh, their totem was Protect from Magic, and this year it was Protect from Melee. Oh, neat. Um... (laughs) Just as like, and and my roommate isn't ever like, oh my god, guys, my roommate, like my roommate, me, plays RuneScape, we should do something. People just independently play it. Like, as soon as she oh. got there, she was sending me pictures of like, oh yeah, this is our totem protect from melee. I guess they had the protect from melee totem up, and someone wearing, and I swear to god, I need this shirt so bad. It was like a jersey with the skills tab. With yeah. like two two seven seven, it was a jersey yeah. with the skills tab on it, and she sent me a Snapchat of this guy, and she's like, "Yeah, he saw our totem and came up and started talking to us." So like, you know, it's why if not? you're if you're a raver, <laughs> you know, apparently apparently old school players are, are ravers. My uh, I'm still in some discords with my ex, as a matter of fact, because we have some like mutual friends we still talk to. Um, and my ex actually sent someone else's totem that said "selling lobbies." Uh. <laughs> With the RuneScape font, so you know people. Uh, That's fun. We should have a totem like, for the meetup. A totem, like, <laughs> yeah, it's my hat. That's the totem for the meetup. You just you find the oh, hat yeah. and then find and the short guy with the hat. Yeah, the short, the, the guy who's five foot six with a big old adventure hat on. Because um, I don't ever get to wear that on the show. Like I don't think you understand how often I wear that thing when it's warm. I forgot it fishing last night, which I was pissed about. Come on, but do better. I know. So, 
we play a game, right? Like that's the that's the point of this. How other other than the meetup, right? <laughs> how was your week? Because I uh, feel like we is... we derailed ourselves yeah. pretty quickly there, bro. This is our show. There's no like our show is the rails. So how can we how can we derail a show that is us? I could just I, feel like... uh, I, 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 I could just disconnect right now. That'd be funnier than shit if I just like go to him like left like that's how we derail the show, baby. <laughs> no, it's like B could derail the show. That's how. Like she's not part of it, but she jumps on your face and like scratches it and or turns off your computer. That'd that hasn't happened for a while. That hasn't happened for a while. It ha- that used to happen when I kept my computer on the ground. Um, there was a there was a time I was streaming on Twitch and we were doing like learner top, but I was a learner. And at Nilo room, there might be a clip of it somewhere. At Nilo room, I'm like, little lady, what are you doing down there? Click everything it's like stream disconnected <laughs> everything shut off she turned my computer off mid room. wow but yeah, that was... shouldn't happen again because now she's probably not not actually been on your desk i don't i don't think she my has, desk is really narrow and she's fat as shit so she really doesn't like being on my desk there's not a lot of room for her to walk and then every time she is on my desk i'm usually yelling at her to get mm-hmm. off or something like that because like right i don't want you up in my business, you know. So, derailing episodes aside, my week has been pretty decent. Um, it was like a really good like work week for me. Um, I I got a lot done as far as like actual work. So then on Friday, I rewarded myself with not doing much of anything, and I just did diaries. Like my whole week, Runescape wise, has just been doing diaries. Uh, it started two weeks ago, I think, or a week ago. I did a stream on YouTube where I was I was trying to knock out as many diaries as I could, and then in the days following, I got all of the easy diaries done, and about seventy percent of the medium diaries done, and then I got two hard diaries done, and all of that work netted me um, seventy herblore because. For like a month, I was just planting uh, irits. Um, TMD gave me like 200 irit seeds, and I planted all of them. It may have been like 150, but I planted all of them, and I got over a thousand irits that I made into attack potions. And so that alone was like over. That was a. Uh, it was probably close to a hundred thousand herblor XP. Couple that with all of the random herbs that I've gotten from Kingdom and um, PBM and TMD also giving me more herbs. So I got up to 69 nice. herb lore just nice, nice. Just, just from herbs. And so I was like, I can get like, what is it? It's like 70,000 XP from 69 to 70. It's like, I can do that with diaries. So all of the diaries that I have left all the diaries that I had done. Sorry, I have a, I had like, I don't know. Let me, let me pull up the picture. Cause I posted it in our, in our group chat here. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I've got like 13 XP, XP Jesus lamps in my inventory. God. Um, it was, I, I'm, not, one, two, I'm like just now seeing that. That's a shit. Yeah. Of XP lamps. It was five easy diaries, six medium diaries and two hard diaries. And all that together that that was over a hundred k xp. Damn. Yeah, it was really it was it was a it was a really good boost in the herblore xp. So, um, I got seventy herblore, and then the only thing left that I had for 
Song of the Elves requirements with 70 construction, which I had banked. Um, and I finished that last night, actually. So it's been a really good week. I'm, I'm very motivated to, like, to play this account. I'm 1639 total. It's like, I, I, I'm kind of worried. Um, and it's not like an, in like a, I'm not worried. I'm, I'm trying to think ahead. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to like over, I don't want to be too dramatic, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to think ahead to when I finish the quest cape, like, what am I going to do? <laughs> Cause that like the quest cape has been my goal for, uh, three months. And it's, that's all I really have been doing. Um, I said last week that I've been kind of motivated by PVM with the ability to like progress the account in meaningful ways. And so maybe once I get the quest cape, I'll try and knock out like base 85s in my combat stats and then just like dive into PVM and Slayer. Because I feel like that's what we need as a group is... <laughs> The upgrades that you get from Slayer, because our groupmate Scape, he has told us that he wants to be the Slayer guy, but like I feel like he got busy. I haven't uh-huh. seen Scape in weeks. It feels like, it which happens. is fine. Life happens. Um, but uh, I think I have the highest Slayer level on, in the group right now at seventy-one, and I'm, I mean, I'm sixty k to seventy-two, so that's like a, a few hours away. But seventy-five is when it gets good. For money, at least. Skeletal wyverns are 72, so like... <sighs> wyverns are not easy to kill, though. I mean, gargoyles... bottom of range. I didn't... Yeah, actually, that's true. That's not a bad idea, though. <laughs> I had to kill... Uh, funny story. I had to kill a wyvern for the Falador diary, I think. Um, Falador hard diary. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, I am the only person in all of RuneScape history to use a, sl- a Slayer's... A Slayer's, Slayer's respite, the respite, drink. yeah, to actually boost Slayer because it boosts you by two, and so my plan was to make wild pies, but then I realized you, you need, need like eighty five cooking. You need a shit little cooking you levels. Eighty five cooking, and like I don't have, I don't have any sort of fish bank to even get close to to eighty five. I'd have to like fish crab ones for a week straight. So I'm like, what is the next best thing? And you can actually catch eclectic implings, and it's like a one in one hundred chance or something to get a wild pie. But as another drop that's a little more common, they drop the Slayer's. What is Res- it again? Slayer's the Slayer's respite. Is respite the name of the drink. Yes, and that boosts your Slayer by two. So I got two of those because as a drop, when you get them from the eclectic impling, it gives you two of them. I was like, wait, I'm seventy one Slayer. I only needed a plus one. And if I take both of these, that's at least two minutes of my Slayer being boosted. Sorry, that's four minutes of my Slayer being boosted. It came down to the wire. Um, let me tell you. <laughs> it took you I was, four minutes to kill Skeletal Wyvern? I had 30 seconds left until I was going to be not be boosted. And it had like 50 HP. And I didn't bring a prayer potion. And so I was, I was flicking, <laughs> I was flicking pri- piety and I had to uh, turn off Protect from Melee, or whatever it is, Protect from Magic, because I was down to 10. I was less than 10 uh, prayer points. Oh, you did not plan that very well. I did not did plan you? it. Holy shit. And I only had the two respites. I would have had to catch more eclectic implings. Um, but it was like 
when I was doing the whole like eclectic and blink grind, I was like, this isn't, this isn't like a terrible thing to go dry on. If like, if I didn't get the Slayers or Spite or the, the Wild Pine, like this wouldn't be a terrible thing to go dry on because I'm getting medium clues and medium clues could equal a spooned pair of Ranger boots. Didn't happen. Or the, only... the, the more fancy climbing boots, G. Or, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> I only did <laughs> I only did two clues, and I only had to catch... What is it? Let me pull up the loot tracker here. Um, I only had to catch 47 implings to get the two drinks. Um, so I got two medium clues, two of the Slayer Respites, and I, I still have 13 eclectic implings in the bank. So... If at any point you need them, let me know. But I might just pop them open and do the last clue that I get and see what Probably happens. Probably not but a bad shout, honestly. Yeah. Is there a, there's an easy... Hold on. There's an easy way to check how many clues I've done. Uh, my name is McMixel. Um, I've done 12 medium clues, which is not that many. But I'm remembering back on my main account when I got my Ranger boots, I got it at like 24 or 26. So I could get spooned again. And that would be... You could just get it on the amazing. first drop. You could get it on the first <laughs> one. TMD is listening. He's going to have an aneurysm right now. He's I just swear. like rolling, rolling in anger. Um, no, I, I, it, you, I mean, you can, but it's never guaranteed. Or you could go, what is it? Mima went like 30 something, 3,300, 3,400 dry for a black boater. I was going to say, that was to complete the medium collection log. Though. But like, like going for one specific item is what I'm, I'm saying. You could go mega mega dry it could happen I, i'm hoping welcome to rng baby i don't know but, every, every time michael learns about rng it's always like listen dude, you could get it the first time or you could get it the ten thousandth time it's just like <laughs> every time we have this conversation <laughs> with him but any boots that you get from medium clues would be some sort of useful item any of them i mean spike manacles maybe not but like climbing boots, yeah, I'm like I'm already using climbing boots as my main boot slot. So the G is just <laughs> it's just fashion at that point. I think our spike um, manacles do they have a better strength boost than climbing boots? That's a great question because they uh, might they actually be an upgrade before we get dragon boots. Oh, OSRS! Like if they have a strength bonus, they do. That's so I think. Let's see. They have a plus four strength bonus, so they have the same. Is that the same bonus as dragon boots? What the? Hmm. They have the same strength bonus as dragon boots. As dragon boots? Yeah. Okay. What if they're missing the defenses though? Okay. The, so you there's no defense requirement. That's why pures wear. Yeah. There's no yeah. defense requirement for for spike manacles. All right. I understand now. I get it. <laughs> Intelligence. Uh, but that's I mean, like just talking about dragon boots just reminds me of the fact that we just we need Slayer. Um, we need to go do Slayer, and that also is reminding me that in order to do efficient Slayer, well, not efficient, but to, to, to be efficient with doing Slayer and actually getting the upgrades, somebody's going to have to make the wild pies. So somebody's going to need to get 85 cooking, at which point I might actually enact my, my grand plan of getting 99 cooking on this account after I get the quest cape. So it's, like it's, it, wouldn't, it would take long, but it, it would not take that long. Uh-oh. I think Michael's the longest gonna part. Michael's going to max his Iron Man. Uh-oh. Uh, you Michael's say that. going to max his Iron Man. You say that as a joke, but like that's the plan. I don't see myself not maxing this account. 
it might take two years, but like, there's no, there's no reason not it to. It took you like 15 for the first account. So I, you never it know. did, <laughs> but I wasn't playing with the mindset that I have now. <laughs> like, I'm 1600 total, almost 17. Well, I'm, I'm 16 and a half, 16, one, six. I'm, anyway, I'm 1640 total. So I'm halfway to 1700. And it's only been a couple months of actually going hard on this account. So I understand that it gets exponentially longer when you get past the mid game. Mm -hmm. But like I'm almost base 70s on my account. That's halfway to base 90s, right? No. Halfway to base 90s is 80s. Okay, so if you're in the 80s, like 83, I think, is halfway to halfway. I'm a quarter way to... (laughs) I'm a quarter of the way to halfway. Oh boy, he's maxing, boys. The gears are the gears are turning. 85 is half to 90 to 92. Thank you, Alpha Hotel Quebec. Um, no, no. So going back to the original thing that I was saying, my week has been great. I'm I'm feeling a lot of progress. How about you, my dear Michael? It's <laughs> been it's been like half an hour. I know, like we took a while at the very beginning. Um. <laughs> like before because like we started recording and i'm like we both got up and like left so i know it's not been like truly a half an hour but my week has been good um these like full weeks of work are driving me crazy mm. i keep getting like i almost like that's how you know i play too much runescape i almost said getting spooned um i keep getting <laughs> like the past couple weeks have been like every other week or so has been a day off for something like we got juneteenth off this upcoming week i have three days off for uh fourth of july and then not the following week but the week after so three weeks from now i take a whole week off and i go up north um so i keep and then i get you know time off for xp ways north is gonna be good so like it's almost like back in the back in the beginning of the year where like where i didn't work a full week for like seven or eight weeks in a row do you remember that I Between do. like snow days and my kids getting like COVID and things like that, I sort of like there was like a period of time where I showed up from like Tuesday to Friday. I had one kid because all the other ones had COVID, and I killed. I think I did like a hydro task and a half that week. I got the hydro <laughs> pet at work. I'll never forget that one. But oh yeah, work week has been full, and I'm over it. I, I'm I'm I need this vacation coming up so bad because I'm burning i need i need a little burning irl on what i do for work mm. which is par for the course in my field um yeah so taking a break is gonna be nice um fencing's been going well but doing a lot more fishing in real life i think that i've always said i think fishing and cooking are my two highest irl skills and we've been training the hell out of fishing these last couple of days it's like where do you go fishing so is there a got, lake by your by your apartment we live by a river um oh and there's a ton of different like parks and things along the way on the river so we go to a kind of like county park nature preserve thing um and we've been going to a few different spots we found one underneath a swinging bridge at one of the larger parks and i've been loving it because it's right in the river you can actually like hammer some pretty decent fish you know bass pike stuff like that um but the friend I go with really likes to catch those little like shit kicker crappies. So yeah. when she fishes, she's like, this this place she's not loving the spot that we're at because like mm. 
it's there's less area for her to catch some of the smaller fish um but it's it's been going well fishing's been a ton of fun it's been a great way to get out of the house and be outside and all that um broad dog just got 100 million range xp holy oh shit. my gosh it's a lot of range oh and in game uh i think this is the first time i've logged into my iron man all week i'm doing suckers with melee and no cannon because we don't have any cannonballs as a team so and for this... everybody who is normal out there he's doing suquas how about you suck a these nuts and get me some <laughs> cannonballs so I can finish this task? I only have 500 steel bars and I need them for That's a shit ton of cannonballs. That's 2,000 cannonballs, which would take you about an hour and a half to go through. Well, you know, it would still make this task go quicker. But alas, we're about halfway <laughs> through it. We're, we're cruising through the suckers task with melee. Um, on the main... And this kind of relates to this week's main title content. I've had like a really weird drive to just kill shit and make money Mm -hmm. because is that weird? It's weird. You'll know why it's weird here in a second when I when I explain. I've just been in this mindset of like I've been watching like a lot of a lot of like obsessive grinders on YouTube. I recently Mm -hmm. watched some Ingus videos. That's a problem because Ingus can play this game like full time, yeah, and camp bosses for like months on end. I physically cannot do that in any sense of the word. I can't, like, I can't focus for that long. I've got like a full time job, like, content creation isn't my job, so like that stuff is difficult. Um, and then I don't know, just like watching that and like other you know streamers and YouTubers and stuff like that. I've just been like motivated to go make some GP and check off some goals off of my goal sheet. But like looking at my goal sheet, some of this shit is wild that I put on here. <laughs> like it's super obtainable, but like, man, shit's going to take a long time. So yeah. I got 90 mining this past week. I think that's the biggest updates. I finally got 90 mining. So I'm out of the mine nice, dude. and I no longer have a drive to skill, unfortunately, because I got it done. I'm like, I, I'm yeah. over this. Like, I've got a yeah. few more base 90s to get. It's like runecrafting, construction and agility. Mm. Really not going to be too bad. So I've currently been training prayer. Probably going to get 93 this episode. Um, Are you doing all your sold heads? Yes. All the I'm, abyssal demon I'm, ones? I'm a couple hundred heads deep. So training for 99 prayer and one of the ways I've wanted to start killing and making money this week in particular, I've caught a bug that really makes me sick in every sense of the word. Cowfight queen? No, worse. <laughs> I've had the motivation to go back to chambers uh, and it's been uh, brutal because uh, <laughs> I, if you guys don't know, hate chambers. But I had a great time last night. I we raided. It was me, Mima for a while, Smooth Lou, Fear, Raw Dog was there for a bit. We took O'Clay with us uh, as a learner, which was fun. Uh, though we did just like randomly throw him on running head without like oh. any explanation of how to run head. We're like, yeah, when the head turns, run back and forth. Let's ride. And I think he died twice. And he's like, oh, I'm going to stay outside the room. I'm not going to lose us any more points. We're like, nonsense. Get back in here. So we probably could have done better explaining how to run head. Um, 
But you know, and I've I've always said that like Chambers on its own, I don't like the content particularly. I think it's very old, and I don't like the way it works, and it's stupid, and often doesn't give rewards. Um, going with a team of people who are as proficient or more proficient than you, but also don't give a shit about the content is the best. Being like we we were running trios and four mans last night. No one gave a single shit. Like we there's one point, I think we were in a five man. We were like chasing each other around to burn each other <laughs> in chambers. And it was an absolute like like poison was everywhere because we were getting tracked by it. It was an absolute disaster during one of the Consensual rises. Yeah, it was great. Like that <laughs> that is when chambers can be somehow enjoyable when mm-hmm. the people don't make me want to pull my teeth out. Um, for those of you kind of unaware of some of the roots of my hatred for this content, a majority of my learner raids were done with people who were, in hindsight, not that much better, uh, but were also hypercritical of mistakes. Like, this is like before fun. the Elidness Ward existed, so there really wasn't a decent magic offhand to use. And if you've done Chambers for a while, you know that the Book of Darkness can help with accuracy, but accuracy is not really what you need um, to like hit the Mage Hand. Otis asks, skill or level-wise? Kind of both. We were like on par for total level for a while, but skill-wise, it was like... I don't, I don't know. Just skill-wise, we weren't... We were very similar everybody was noobs yeah yeah we were, we were very similar in what we were doing um but it would be like i always use the example of like legitimate criticism for like you're attacking the mage hand with your trident of the swamp and you have your vernic equipped what the hell is wrong with you kind of criticism if you've done chambers you know that doesn't actually matter right but as a learner you're like man this kind of feels like shit like i don't want to put up with this right because it's I'm a grown ass man and I don't need I don't, I don't want this right this isn't fun mm-hmm. for me anymore. Um, that in combination with like truly just not seeing f- drops. I think my first purple in my name was a hundred and eight KC. Uh, yeah, it was a hundred and eight KC. It was an Elder Mall. Oh gosh! So that was fun. <laughs> that was a good. I mean, this was also before the collection log pop up, so like the surprise of what it could be, you know, because mm-hmm. we always close our chat boxes and stuff like that. So that was nice. Um, I I don't know. I don't. I've never found chambers to be particularly rewarding. Most of the loot chests have always been dog shit, and it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And I was thinking about this earlier today, right? I've used my psychoanalysis skills, my my professional ability to do this on myself. When someone makes a correction in Tob, right? If someone's like, hey, you're doing this wrong. Either I just completely ignore it or I understand that I'm doing it wrong because mechanically I know how to do Tob. If I die, it's because I made a mistake, right? Yeah. I didn't die to some, like, sometimes I'll die to other people's mistakes. Nothing is more frustrating than trying to run away from a crab and the tank sends a melee and then you take a 40 and then you take a 15 because you're trying to brew and you just die. It's, it's, it's frustrating, right? 
So, but very rarely is that the case. And more often than not, if I die in Tob, it's probably because it's my fault. Like I, I made a mistake. That's that's on me. Someone makes a correction in TOA. I do not give a shit enough about TOA to like even bother taking it seriously. I've tried to do like one solo raid a day to see if I can get a purple. Fear says sometimes you die because your host starts the raid early. Um sometimes you die because your host says let's do Vespula and we don't have any problems with that. Um <laughs> Vespula sucks. Vespula is the absolute worst. <laughs> yeah. But I, I digress, kind of. But like when someone makes a correction in chambers, and this is the problem with this association, I immediately think it's a criticism and I get hyper defensive. Mm. They were like, yeah, make sure you're on Slash. I'm like, make sure you're on Shut the F*** Up. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, It's, it's really, it's, it's not good. Like, my people will, like, what drives me the most insane, particularly about Chambers, is when people are trying to sweat and really railing the people running head. The mage skippers who are trying to set it to mage side and are just going to town on the people trying to set the head tank one tank god damn it tank one that's not it doesn't count as one so it's actually two one more okay jesus christ okay we'll try it again like oh that's a special like i guess i didn't set it mage it's that drives me crazy i'm aware of how to run head if you are not setting it up properly that's your fault for not communicating if i'm trying to mage skip right and i'm fucking it up I just stop trying. I don't care. I can avoid specials. Right? Mm-hmm. I've done enough chambers to really not have to worry about it. You know, I'm on. I. It's not like I. We don't have the DPS to get through the room. It's not like there's a life limit. We don't really do CM, so the time isn't a worry either. If for some reason you get stacked out by specials, probably gonna get a white light anyway. So it doesn't matter, right? Like. When people take that particular aspect of Ulm super, super serious, it makes me want to log out mid-raid. Shut up. We know how to run head. Do a better job of communicating, right? Do a better job. Sometimes it's funny when you're running around all over the place and the head can't get set and you just like, like something like last night when someone's like, really trying to set it left really trying to set it left and every single time someone's messing up and running over to the other side poor fear kept trying to learn mage skipping last night and between mima and i we just were not giving him an easy time (laughs) um but you know it's stuff like that that i really just find is is a a huge huge like aversion to chambers i don't know entirely what it is but it just makes me like not want to do it um and that's been a big struggle is like, I can do the content well, but boy, do I not give a shit about doing it well. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I yeah. do it's not that- care to sweat and I do not have any, when someone's like, oh, we're going to sweat. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to set this one out. When right. we go to Tob and we open up with like only spec once because we're stacking and skipping. Well, okay, sure. When you stack and skip at Maiden, you you like you proc fifties, you keep killing the boss, you proc thirties while fifties are still up, and then you claw spec the shit out of Maiden, and then hopefully you kill from thirty down. Um and if you mess up the skip, we do it a lot in hard mode, we do a thirty skip. Uh if you mess it up, it's over. It's just a reset at that point. 
So like that I can do and that I have no problem with, you know, what I, what I yeah. enjoy the content enough to sweat in it and I'm with people who don't really care. It's fine. Right. So I think that's my biggest hold back with chambers is everything feels like a criticism and I get way too defensive for absolutely no reason. And it's the only place I do that. Like every are you trying to, are you trying to like change that? Cause you said you've been motivated to do chambers. Um, am I trying to change that? I would, of it. I would, I would like to not have such a violent reaction when people tell me yeah. shit in chambers, because that's a bad look for a content creator to tell, to tell someone who you don't know that well to mind their own f-ing business. Because they have right. sixty or seventy less KC than you do, you know that's that, and and it'd be it'd be different if I had like a thousand KC and I can just like ignore people, but like people look at like two hundred and twenty, and they're like, oh, learner question mark. I'm like, not quite, <laughs> you know. Uh, so I I would like to change it, but at the same time. I think for me, a bigger a bigger piece of chambers is like I, I just like going people who don't care. Yeah. Like going with people who like prep takes 20 minutes sweet like we're gonna t- we're gonna wait for our herbs to grow because we got like text messages to send yeah. or like we're filling the thing we sure we don't care there's chests in the basement now that's super cool um so we can just prep right there if we need to but also who gives a shit i accidentally got 200 juice because i wasn't paying attention like <laughs> stuff like that that is when chambers can be fun with people, I definitely don't mind going. Yeah. But when people are like, oh, we're going for purples, I'm like, mm-hmm. hmm. And then truly, I have just had such awful luck getting purple drops there that it's not been motivating until last night. Mm. Um, we were raiding hella late into the morning. It was like 3 a.m., and I got an ancestral robe top, which cool money, but even cooler. For those of you who don't know, several years ago, I bought some stickers. I bought some Chambers of Zarek unique stickers. It was all the uniques, minus the kits, the dust, and the capes, and like the onyx and the all that other stuff. And when I got, because I didn't know what to do with most of these stickers, I put the twisted bow in one of my water bottles. But the other ones, I was like. What do I do with these? And then very shortly after, I got my Elder Mall, and I stuck it to the side of my PC, and I thought, all right, this is it. Every Chambers purple I get, I'm going to put on my computer. Mm-hmm. Do you know how long these stickers have been sitting in my fucking apartment, not on the side of my computer? Two a years. Really, a really goddamn long time. <laughs> so, having... <laughs> An elder mall for a long time, followed up with a Din's bulwark. That was it for like two years. I got the ancestral robe top. I was like, gentlemen, it, it's a monumentous it's day. Sticker time. It's a monumentous day here. <laughs> so I actually, I, I've been trying to like stick it a little bit better, but I, I've got the ancestral robe top. There it is. It's right there, and the gap is for the hat. And the legs someday, nice. and I'm keeping the remote over it, um, so it like stays <laughs> flat. Because when stickers sit um, in varying weather conditions, they kind of curve up a little bit. So I'm trying to make sure they stick. 
fully. We're making money, which is good. And we want to keep doing more of that because some of the goals I have set for myself for this year require a literal shit ton of GP. Um, And like, we'll get there. We just have to do it, which is a big, again, it's a kind of issue that we can definitely touch on for main title. Um, Yeah. But it's, it's a struggle sometimes. Uh, I did 50 Zolra in a day the other day. That was a weird experience. I haven't done that much Zolra in a day in a long time. Hmm. Like I was just watching like two or three you, minute kills, right? Uh, like two minutes with a minute with to the two minutes, minute to two minutes. Yeah, so I don't like both only. Oh, do you do switches? I hybrid. Yeah. And like, oh. and okay. And this is another example of being able to take critiques and suggestions and, and like, you know, corrections and things like that any other content no problem i've been doing zalra exactly the same for like years mm-hmm. with a blowpipe and i was in vc doing zalra and people were like why are you taking a blowpipe and not and not a and not a bofa and i'm like because fuck the bofa i want to take my blowpipe and people are like everyone in the vc was like it's so much better to take the blowpipe even if you're or the bofa even if you're switching so I was like, all right, whatever, I'll give it a try. And then I beat my PB, ironically, without using the Bofa at all. I just, the Accursed Scepter, whatever that thing is from the Wilderness, um, in combination with just like absolutely dumpstering Zalra with uh, Sang hits. I think I was a tick off from the GM time on my PB. It was like a, let me see, it was like a 54 or something. PB Zalra. Oh, 55.8. So I was three or four ticks off. Um, I was one more. I was one attack shy of getting the GM time with just a saying staff. But Whoa. Like, nice. I took that. And I was like, yeah, sure. Cool. I'll make a switch. See what happens. You know, chamber's bad. I'm <laughs> trying to get back into the VC, get back into the community a little bit more because it's fun. But I'm also trying to balance, like, not wanting to stay up till 4 a.m. every night because I will. Like last night, for example, you gave me free reign with some boys in the VC. I was up till we were up till like three forty doing raids, and I don't want to do that shit on a work day. So, right. Well, it's on a weekend, so it's kind of forgivable. But on a work day, now it's like weekdays are for for the man. Weekends are for the boys. <laughs> man, <laughs> we need we need that thirty hour work week here in the U.S. So goddamn we bad. Do. I'm telling you, we need it so bad. I actually, speaking of work, I recently switched my schedule. So now I work 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. And my productivity has just gone through the roof. Because otherwise, and I was telling my, my, my lead, and this is the reason I made the switch, Oliver gets home from school, from daycare, at 2 p.m. And I still have three hours. I, before, I still had three hours left in my work week, or my, my work day, because I worked till five. And so, like, every other day, yeah, every other day, my wife and I were switching where, where one of us would watch him in, and work at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what if I just started earlier and I just cut out the time, like, I cut out the time where I have to have a child and work so that I'm not losing that, because I'm basically not doing anything, understandably, because, like, I have a child. And they're like, okay, well, let's give it a try. So 
I took the two hours or three hours that I was not being able to do anything. And I put it at the beginning of the day when he's at school, found out I was a lot more productive. So um, I get off earlier. It's very nice. And I was up anyway, like, because uh, I'm getting up at 630 in the morning anyway. So might as well just start work at seven. It's very chill. I'm just listening to music in the office, sipping my coffee. Good times. But 30-hour work would, would be amazing. I could probably pull that off if I worked from home. But, like, boy, howdy. <laughs> do I hate waking up early in the morning to go to work? Yeah. I also well, I... hate <laughs> super early. Like, for me, I hate morning sessions. Like, whenever I had to... During my internship, there's one day a week. I had one client who I met with weekly and then bi-weekly for a while who could only meet me at 8.30 in the morning on, like, a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Like, the only time they had in their schedule available. Is that early? Oh, it feels early, dog. You gotta get up at 7, you gotta drive half an hour to your job. Even oh. now, normally with my... Normally right now, I work from 8 to 4. Generally speaking, when the when the schedule is normal, because the summer schedule at my job is absolutely whack, um, like... I would show up, drink coffee with the kids, and then sit in my office from eight forty five or eight fifteen to nine and pretty much do nothing. Because like yeah. boy, I am not therapeutic. You're, you're in the priming morning. up your work day. <laughs> Truly, nothing is like like it's really, really tough. You guys are in therapy, right? First of all, W to you for being in therapy. Second of all, could you imagine sitting in front of your therapist? And he's fighting for his life because he's falling asleep. <laughs> no, you're you're just like yeah, and I think that's the problem. Is like my I don't ever feel I don't feel stable in my relationship with my parents, and that's why it's so difficult for me to trust other people. And your therapist is like, that sounds really tough. You want to tell me more about that? Was how'd you get to that point? <laughs> it sucks. I do not. I do not like doing that. So I try not to do early sessions. So if I had to show up at seven o'clock in the morning and talk to people about their feelings, no, I have a friend. um, She works at a private practice from home and she sets her own schedule and her earliest appointment one day a week is like 10 a.m. That's her earliest (laughs) appointment. She normally starts at like 11 or 12 and she goes to like six or seven. Oh, bliss. I'm like, huh. I, I could easily rock with that schedule. But the yeah. more I've been working 8 to 4, the more I've realized, like, damn, people's lives happen between 8 to 4. So, like, you kind of have to be awake because yeah. that's what our society dictates. I don't know if I've bitched about it on this sh- on this show before or not, but, like, I saw something one time that was like, and God said, I will make half of your species alert in the morning and half of your species alert at night to keep you safe. And then man said, but we're going to require all of our species to be awake during the morning. (laughs) And God said, wait, that wasn't the point. And man said, if you were not awake in the morning, you are unproductive degenerate. (laughs) So you have to be awake in the morning, regardless of who you are. And God said, no, wait, you guys don't get it. And man said, we're not going to pay you if you're not to work on time at seven o'clock in the morning. I despise waking up in the AM. I really do. It's horrible. Are you one of those nighttime people forced to be a daytime person? Yes. I 100%. Michael, I rated until 4 o'clock in the morning yesterday. 
Yeah. You need me to stay up till six? I got you. You need me to wake up at six? You can go f yourself. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. You should start. Listen, you should start your own private practice and you'll call it something witty about like staying up. And uh, you call it like no longer degenerate or something. And it'll be for those like graveyard shift people who have nothing to do at 3 a.m. And you're like, let's go therapy. And you do your therapy from like 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. or something. And it's it'll be great. You just be on you'll be on the nocturnal shift. But then you'll have no friends because everybody else say, in your life will be. I don't like night shift. I've done night shift before and it's it's rough because like your whole day is, you know, graveyard shift. Not great. Chambers worse. Um, Chambers worse. OK, money so we're good. money good, though. So that's well, money when it happens. Uh, what do we? I, I I dare I dare say these next words uh, for fear of what might happen. But what are we talking about today? <laughs> That's all we have time for in this first section, folks. Enjoy this recycled commercial. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you after the break. <laughs> um, Start the music and then. Err. So <laughs> Michael and I were talking last night. He was awake doing construction. I was awake doing chambers. He messages me in game and is like. What are we talking about? Or I've asked him that or whatever. And pretty be, much we no, were both like, me, yeah. we were like, shit, what are we talking about tomorrow? And we're like, we should do like a specific topic episode because like forestry came out this week. Cutting trees, Woo. having a good time. That's the update. Um, Dead, Dead Man Man's Apocalypse back. blog. Didn't even bother to read it. Don't nope. give a shit. Good I was going to say, less. can't wait for like ddos yeah i was gonna say what do you mean they got ddos season eight or whatever what do you it mean is? we have to redo the ending yeah i was gonna say it's definitely instead of dead man apocalypse it should be dead man expect problems in the final like that's just got to be the next name of the tournament at this point so we'll see maybe we'll read it and do something on it closer to the day maybe mike and i will play dead man for laughs but at the moment i don't care so we kind of were like, let's do a specific topic, but we couldn't really think of anything off the top of our heads because Michael was doing construction. I was at Ulm. It was one thirty in the morning. Um, and we just decided, Michael decided rather, this morning to consult chat GPT. Uh, <laughs> you want to know the prompt I said? What was so the prompt, prompt that you said? I said, I said in the prompt, I said, you are a host. Uh, you are the host of the XUA's podcast, and you have to come up with a topic. What are you talking about? And it spit out nine topics. I kid you not, Oxy. We have done every single one of the first batch of all nine that, it's, that, it, that it showed me. And so I came back with the prompt. I'm like, you've already talked about all of those. What are some more topics? What are the ones go- that it brought up? It was like, oh, frick. Um, it was like... What quests you should do, what gear you should strive for, um, for the, like burnout, RuneScape goals, how to not get burnt out, E3 2021. <laughs> no, it was literally like it wasn't word for word exactly what we've talked about in the last 112 or 113 episodes, but it was damn near close to don't most like of that. the stuff we've done. So I really, don't like I don't that. know. I don't know if ChatGPT just like found our youtube channel online and looked at our titles and then came up with 
stuff or we're just like smarter than ai i have no idea but i had to like tell it to dig deeper and so it came up with the idea of talking about what is the exact words here decision paralysis which is i feel like it was part of a broader topic though like that's what we opted to focus on but like what was the broader topic that it sent Oh, it was talking about um, strategies for balancing various activities such as high-level skilling, bossing, questing, doing things like the Inferno. And then it says, discuss how the game's complexity and increased content options can lead to decision paralysis and an inefficient use of time. Which I thought was just like, that's deep. That, that can go deep. And the fact that we've, both of us have talked about in our, our weekly recap how we've kind of been feeling some of that already was just we had to dig deeper because i had i kind of hinted to it in my in my recap but like i'm probably going to feel some decision paralysis mm-hmm. after i get my quest cape like come august when when i have nothing else to do requests like maybe i'll do desert treasure when it comes out or like a week after that'll be it that's like the pinnacle of my goals this account i do have some other goals but where do you start like once you've done everything you want to do where do you start over or if you don't know what you want to do how do you start so i don't know if you want to talk about specifically what you've been feeling with decision paralysis but we can i'd I'd like to unpack some of those things that like i know that we talked about for an hour at least right now kind of talked about our week Mm -hmm. and what we've been feeling but I think it goes deeper than just this last week. Yeah, I mean, I think it comes up a lot. For me, anyways, it comes up a lot in the end game. But just like Michael said, it's going to come up every time you finish some sort of goal. Every time you get a quest cape, you get a diary cape, you get a fire cape, you get a skill cape, you get something, right? Otis says, can we get a definition of decision paralysis? So... You can do A, B, C, D, E, F, or G, and they all help you in some way. Which one do you do first? Do you do them in order? Do you do them in reverse order? Do you do them in random order? Do you create a wheel and put A, B, C, D, E, F, G on the wheel and see what happens? But the caveat is, at times, none of the options feel satisfying. Mm-hmm. Right? Because A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you just finished H, and H was great. But now you can't do H anymore. Yeah. Yeah, because I've been having a lot of fun doing quests. But then once they're done, am I still going to have fun doing... Like, am I going to have the same amount of fun doing Achievement Diaries? Or going for a 99? Or Training Slayer? So in, in in simpler terms, it's like the fear of what's next or the fear of starting something new in, in, in like just not knowing where to start mm-hmm. or how to start it mm-hmm. or how to transition rather. I mean, it's a bunch of things. Decision yeah. paralysis. It, it's not just one thing. It can, it can encompass a lot of things. And, and like, I feel like a lot of people with ADHD feel it in their everyday life. Like I feel it a lot when I'm working like I know what my job is, mm-hmm. but when it comes to like projects or or like asking for help in my work, if I have a question, 
um, sometimes that decision paralysis can lead to just skipping over tasks and not completing tasks because I don't want to start it or I don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. It could even be like, it could even happen in chores. Like, you know, you have to do the dishes, you know, you have to clean out the fridge, you know, you have to do this, this, and that. Like, you've got a honeydew list on the fridge, mm-hmm. but like, you see so many things that you don't know where to start. And starting is the hardest part. It truly for is. For me, at least. It is. It can be the worst. Um, it, it's a tough one, decision paralysis, because I feel it a lot with PVM. And it also can be a symptom of how long you've done something for. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of pieces of PVM to me sometimes don't feel fun anymore. Or let me back up. Not that they don't feel fun necessarily, they don't feel as rewarding all the time. So, for example, right, back when I first learned it, Vorkath was all I wanted to do. And I was, like, sweating my balls off killing Vorkath. Like, I was hunched over at the computer like this. Like, my, my <laughs> hands were tilted with my keyboard. It's like, I didn't want to mess up any, like, F key switches or anything like that. Now I could, like, fall asleep at Vorkath, you know, and, like, call it good. I was falling asleep doing Zolra the other day. I just, like stuck auto retaliate on for a little (laughs) while i'm like all right i gotta stop doing this um but you know when you get to that point where like you need something to make something feel more rewarding it kind of comes down at least for me with pdm it comes down to setting goals which huge shocker there i'm sure for the folks who have been around for a while michael and oxy are going to talk about goals (laughs) um or at least oxy is (laughs) so the way I see it, particularly on the on the PVM and the PVM end of it, there's there's two kinds of PVMers that I have seen. There is the super eclectic. I'm gonna do something for an hour and then do something else kind of PVMer, or there is the I am locked at this boss until I get this. Mm-hmm. Which could be an item, could be a pet, could be a green log, whatever it is. I am doing literally nothing else until I green log this. And it does extend beyond PVM, right? People people can do that with all sorts of stuff in this game. I'm locking myself to Motherload Mine. I'm locking myself until I get the Herbivore pet. I'm locking myself to the Inferno. You know, like a lot of people can do that. I cannot. I would like to, but I cannot. And that is one of where my struggle comes in is if I do the same piece of content for more than like an hour or so and I have nothing else going on now, like I've been training prayer for about three hours. That's entirely because I've been recording like that has nothing to do with me being like, I'm going to get 99 prayer this week on Let's Go. (laughs) I probably could. I just got 93. Look at that. Like, Hell yeah. realistically, if I really wanted to, I could push through and, like, get 99 prayer by Wednesday. I, I just can't focus on doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, if you know, if you're like me, for example, and you know that you can't sit at a boss all night long, if you have a really hard time doing that, it can be difficult to pick what to do when you log in and bank stand. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, like... Am I going to want to do this for more than 20 minutes? Am I going to want to do this for more than one trip? Like, is it Mm -hmm. worth it? 
for me to gear up and do Fazani's Nightmare to only realistically do like one of them or Zalra where I do like a trip or two and then want to do something else because nothing feels tangible. Like I'm just sort mm. of doing it to do it. This is where the goal setting part comes in. Yeah. I feel this especially a lot like for um, like working parents or like gaming parents or, or, or like uh, it doesn't, you don't even have to be a parent. Like if you just don't have a lot of time um, working gamers, like you have an hour and a half after you get home from work and maybe the the spouse is wanting some time with you. And so, you know, of your three hours you have before you go to bed, you spend some time with them and then you're you're hopping on the PC and it can take you 30 minutes to gear. And you're like, well, I got an hour and it's going to take me 25 minutes to do one raid. Do I even want to do one raid? And then you just that's where the decision paralysis sets in. Cause you're like, well, what, you know, you end up spending your, your entire hour and a half that you plan to game staring at your bank. I felt that hard after I maxed because yes, I had set goals and I completed a fair few of them. Like I was maxed. I maxed in November mm-hmm. and it took me until March to burn out. So that's six months, roughly five, five months of doing things that I had planned to do before I reached the end of that fuse that had kept me going. Um, But I really felt that like the goals that I had set for myself after I maxed were not as enticing as seeing numbers go up on my GIM. So then Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with this. Like I switched accounts. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't, I don't want to like put a label of shame on it because there's not, there's literally nothing wrong with switching an account. People do it all the time, but um, there, there actually, there is a bit of a stigma. People, for some reason, see it as a a weird thing that like you max your account and you stop playing it. There's literally nothing wrong with that. <laughs> stop playing an account at any time. Um, all that aside, I felt that because I don't have a lot of time to play, and so uh, seeing seeing myself be able to complete goals in a faster way. So like, for instance, if I'm trying to get 15 million uh, Herblore XP, well, it's going to cost me tens of mils. And I'm going to get maybe like 100 or 200K an hour. So if I have an hour and a half or two hours to play, then that's 400K XP. That's like, in terms of the two or three million XP that I need, that's not a very large dent. But on my GIM, if I can spend an hour and a half and knock out four quests, to me, that feels more rewarding. And I think that's what's kind of carried me these last three or four months that I've been playing my GIM. Mm-hmm. It's like the ability to, to knock out more in that short amount of time. But not a lot of, like, not everybody has an account that you can fall back on. And not everybody feels like they want to then devote more time into another account. So what do you do? That's kind of where we're we're having this discussion of what to do with the decision paralysis. Yeah. And I think the number one thing is to take like take a step back and figure out what your goals are. Yeah. So Michael just described a, a problem that happens to everyone at least once at some point in their account. Right. It normally happens. Some people, Evan Gore in the recording booth chat described it as post-goal depression, right? 
where not like a clinical you know diagnosis or anything but you don't know what to do like oh i can finally play the game what does that look like i don't actually know right because this has been my definition of playing the game for so long is striving for this goal Mm -hmm. and there comes a point where you you've learned everything or you've learned everything you feel you're capable of like feasibly doing right now because Mima brought up another good point some content that you want to do requires other people to do it with you Mm -hmm. right so say you become decently proficient at pvm and you really wanted to get into like raiding but there's no one online to go with or you work a weird schedule or you're you know not a part of the best runescape discord in the world uh <laughs> shameless plug there. Oh, am I gonna die at suckers? I died at suckers. Got him. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um <laughs> there goes the hardcore status. Rest in peace. Um but there comes a time where you want to be able to do more stuff, but you can't necessarily learn it. Like the amount of times I hear people say, Oh, I want to learn Tob. That's not always the most like feasible thing in the world because yeah. Not that, like, uh, Tob is unfortunately gatekept a lot. Undeservingly so, but it is unfortunately gatekept. Um, right. It's not soloable, so it requires yeah. at least one other person, two maybe. Yeah, it, it's really not. I mean, it's, it is soloable. It is. Not for a learner. It wasn't but designed. It I think they're, they specifically, like, they designed Tob to not be a solo, a, like, there are people who have soloed it, but it's not designed for that. Yeah, no, that's not the point. So sometimes you hit this wall where, like, you've learned all you can feasibly know. You're cut off from being able to know more, right? So now what? Now what is the question? And that's, mm-hmm. I think, where for me, some of that comes in is I'm at that now what point a lot, I feel like. You know, right, because at, you're not motivated to max, at least not right now. Which, I don't know why people have been up in my shit for, like, trying to get me to max. I don't know what happened this past week, but, like, <laughs> I got 90 mining, and suddenly everyone's like, Oxy's maxing in 2023? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> like, Jamie, when I finally posted, I'm free. So I have a funny looking 99 there, Oxy. I'm like, I, I hate this game. It's like 7.6 <laughs> million more XP to 99 mining. It's going to happen one day, but like, God, it's not, it's not a thing I'm looking forward to, man. So like, I don't know that that's where I've been. I've been sitting is like the things I want to theoretically get better at master combat achievements. I want the master combat achievements done. I have absolutely no idea where to start, which isn't, it, it sounds like, oh, there's a solution to this. Start with this boss. Yes, I know. Right. It feels, I don't know how to word it. It feels, well, and you, I'm sure people yeah. have, a, they, they understand this, like, I don't know how to quantify this into words. Where well, it wouldn't be decision paralysis if it was that easy. Exactly. Right? Right? Yeah, it, it, it definitely, you know, it definitely does take that effect. And then in addition to Master Combat Diaries, there's, well, I want to make money to get my bank up and I want to get 90 or base 90s after a while. And I want to get certain pets. I want to go on certain pet hunts, but I also want to do this and that. And the other. it's like all sorts of stuff sort of pops up, you know, at that moment. And again, there's nothing wrong with any of this. Like it, it happens, you know, um, it just gets frustrating. Yeah. 
when you don't know where to go and you and you log in and you're like now what you know <laughs> right because we're not immune to it we're talking about it because it's a real thing um i think otis brought up a good point at the end of the day don't be afraid to take a break he says long or short nobody will judge nobody should judge you for anything that you want to do with your life oxy will <laughs> I'm judging Oxy so hard because I want to get my quest cape and he's holding me back, but that's neither oh here nor there. The, the GIM chat's going to explode in the next couple of weeks because Michael and TMT are going to be waiting to get to Priff, and I'm going to be like, yeah, I got 40 Hunter. Let's do this, boys. Like, you know, we're going to have a civil war ironically, on our hands if I don't trade my damn skills. Ironically, Oxy has the most quests done, and he's like the closest to the cape quest-wise, but we... I'm missing me and Team D are the closest skill wise. I'm missing like five skills. Like I need thieving for Secrets <laughs> of the North, Hunter, Herblore, and Construction for So, and then Slayer for Monkey Madness too. Done. They're done, all done. Or, and I know so. I can beat the bosses, so it's just like got a skill, <laughs> which I'm also not motivated to do. And that's and that's the other issue is like I can be super motivated. Like when I was wanting to quest, oh boy, we were cooking through those quests. Mm-hmm. Because I mm-hmm. had a progression, I knew what I was doing. Um, then you just sort of hit a wall, and you don't feel like you're doing it. I, I, I even myself feel like I'm hitting a wall having this conversation. You know, so it's. I feel like I've been rambling on about absolutely nothing since we shifted I, into this topic. No, it's like I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that just having the discussion, this could lead to more of an in-depth discussion with people in their their personal lives and their work lives and, and in the discord with um, like the, the XP waste chat might be popping off with people who are now finding out that they're not the only ones who that feel this way. And then you're able to put kind of a, put a definition behind how you're feeling. Cause like for the longest time, I didn't know that I struggled with the decision paralysis when it came to me at work. I just thought I was lazy. I just thought I was broken you know it's like why can't i do the simple tasks that i need to do like you're not you're not alone there there are definitely people out there who struggle with it and looking at other people's account progression is not the way to solve it (laughs) because you are yourself you are your account you are the 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 i don't know the the puppeteer that's a bad way to put it, but you are who progresses your own account. <laughs> and at the end of the day, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I ha- uh, just on the on the streak of all, like talking about our feelings <laughs> this week, I've I've felt some sort of pressure, and like it's self inflicted pressure of like I have to get seventy construction. I have to get 70 herb lore. I have to get my quest requirements. And that pressure is a little bit fueled by the the looming Desert Treasure 2 release because I've put a goal on myself to want to try and get my quest cape before that so that I can say I did it and then take my time getting the Desert Treasure 2 stuff out of the way. Because like we were, Oxy and I were talking about it in our group chat. We're like, the quest itself probably not that bad the skill requirements easy peasy knock them out but like the four bosses 
the unknown of what those are going to look like on a low on level. I ain't, I ain't doing that shit. No, on that's what I'm first. saying. Like on a <laughs> on a low level group Ironman, that's going to be that's going to be that's daunting for me. So I would like to try and get my quest cape knocked out before that. And so that that unnecessary pressure has like it's caused me some like it's weighed on me mentally looking at my account and wanting to spend every waking minute just like trying to get these these things done but like i there's nobody there's nobody at the the other end saying you need to do it other than myself um and that's hard sometimes uh you know whenever you you set your goals and you want to complete them as fast as possible but then also the balancing act of that is once you complete them what is what's what's next i kind of scratched the surface of this whenever i was talking about what i wanted to you know what i was going to do after the quest cape but like i'm i'm legitimately not worried i said it i said it earlier but like i'm not worried but it's it is it is something i'm i'm trying to put mental um mental thought into of like how do I not burn out and how do I not get bored is the big one because I don't want to get bored with this account. I could go back to my main account after I get my quest cape and like, you know, do the whole skill hopping, but on accounts because maybe once I get my quest cape, I'll feel more motivated to go and do some long grinds on my main account and then hop back on the groupie. It's all, it's all just like figuring out what you want to do. Mm hmm. And the and it, starting is the hard part, but yeah, and it does definitely help to either have a second account or play another game or do whatever you know. Playing another game have, can, where you have huge. something else to like draw you back in, something else that makes you want to say, "Ooh, I wish I was doing this on my main." Whether it's raids <laughs> or PVM or skilling or what have yeah. you, you know, that has been the benefit of an Iron Man account is like playing this game sucks at a at a low level. Uh, without teleports and without whatever and then like having to log into your main to do whatever even if you haven't played it for a couple of weeks like you log into your main to do literally whatever and i think i was like damn where's my arty cloak like i looked <laughs> for my arty cloak in my bank and i'm like i have ten thousand house teleports what am i looking for an arty cloak for and then it was like oh this is nice so like there can be like various pieces that do motivate you you know, with like not playing the game or not playing the account that you're on. Um, yeah, I felt that. Yeah. So, because I saw you log into your main last night, so I imagine. Do you know what I did? What? It's funny. I was I was on my groupie doing construction, and I was in the VC. And Scotty, who we were talking about earlier, he was two ticking uh, teaks on on Apatol. And so when you two tick, you have like the occasional one like the one HP that you get hit from the bird. Mm -hmm. And so he was ticking for like two hours straight and he was down to like a quarter of his health. So I'm like, I'm going to log in and do heal other on him. So I, I logged in and just <laughs> switched my spell book, took out a full inventory bruise and uh, I went and healed him. He's like, you're, you are a absolute king. So I logged in for like five minutes. Um, and I took note of the, the time from my last login and it was exactly a week. It's been Damn. a week. And then, then the only thing I did was log in, teleport to Apatol, heal other, log out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Vangor says his gaming history is basically swapping from game to game, chasing goals. This will persist in other games. 
mm-hmm. because the blessing and the curse that is the Steam summer sale, right? I think I spent about the equivalent of a AAA game over the last week or so, 60, 70 bucks. I got maybe 12 new games, Ooh. 12 like bangers too. Dead Space 3, Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, com- like Oblivion Game of the Year Edition, Mirror's Edge, Spore, and it's stuff like that. Like all sorts uh-huh. of like big old games that like, in theory, I really want to play. Guess what the fuck has happened? <laughs> you log into RuneScape. <laughs> nope, it's a question. Guess which question has been asked? Oh, which game do I play? <laughs> which one do I download first? You want to um, know how that question normally ends? I don't know. I guess let's play RuneScape. Yeah, it's you the know? bank standing thing, but with Steam. Yeah, I mean it's it's it is an issue, you know. So it, it's definitely not just a RuneScape exclusive problem. Um, I think this this episode is a struggle for me, not because I don't like talking about my feelings, because I talk about my feelings and other people's feelings a ton. Mm-hmm. It's weird to combine worlds <clears throat> because what we're not trying to do, right? is be like, oh, this is a symptom of a greater problem because it does not necessarily have to be that, right? Yeah. One of the common things decision paralysis is associated with is ADHD. You do not necessarily have that if you cannot decide what to do in RuneScape, right? (laughs) Right. If you're like me and you do, you can put a source of the problem. But at the end of the day, regardless of what diagnosis you may or may not have, the the root of the issue is what you are doing no longer feels satisfying and you don't know what will bring you that same sense of satisfaction. Mm-hmm. So we always talk about long-term goals and the importance of long-term goals and stuff like that. And talking about what happens after tends to be something of a challenge. Long-term goal. And like you could like theoretically put long-term goals out there. Like after I got my Infernal Cape, my long-term goal was the Versic Helm. I have, like I said, not the foggiest clue where to go from there. And again, it's not because I don't know where to start. I know how to do all of the content in the Master Diary. Yeah. It's not a question of can I achieve it. It's where do I begin and do I want to put the effort in for this one tiny little thing when I know I'm going to have to go do something else? Like it's a desire to do something for a long time without, like, you're overthinking it. Like, oh, there's a task to, you know, kill Criaro with the, the salamander or whatever nonsense. That's a one kill trip. Mm-hmm. That's a couple minutes of gearing, an ecumenical key, five minutes in the boss room getting the absolute shit slapped out of you by Criara, and then that's it. Like, that's that's the whole encounter, right? So all that mm-hmm. work for, like, I think a GM task. Then I do it all over again for something else. So the process of like starting and restarting can also be something of an issue, right? Because starting and restarting is hard. Long-term goals at the moment, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on even like what I could be like, oh yeah, this is a long-term goal idea. Because like I could tell Michael like, hey, get your damn elite combat diaries <laughs> done. But like if it's not, if it's not going to bring you that same sense of satisfaction that you are craving, whatever it is, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think this episode is necessarily supposed to be here's decision paralysis and here's how you fix it. 
like there's no way there's no like stream of words or a sentence that we could give you even oxy as a licensed therapist like there's nothing we can give you on this podcast that's going to cure you of this issue because i think it's literally just it comes down to it happens and it's what you do with it yeah there's not a specific remedy you can't drink a prayer potion or a resource potion and and be fine that's a nerdy reference but i and i'm very ashamed to say it but letting other people or <laughs> other things decide can be helpful i i said earlier you know do you put a b c d e f and g on a wheel and spin it sometimes that is the best mm-hmm. because if someone or something else tells you how you're going to spend the next hour or two of your life it's more it's easier to follow through with that because now it's just like i'm doing this what activity in old school runescape focuses on that exact thing that people love to do slayer (laughs) someone else tells you what to do and you sit killing suckas with your dragon scimitar cooking through prayer pots for two hours when you logged in and said i have no idea what i'm gonna do today I felt you that know? too. I, so, I was gearing up to do magic training, and I'm like, I don't want to do all this. And so I just, uh, I just training. I started training mining because that's the easiest thing. So I don't know. I give the wheel a try. Honestly, who gives a shit? Give the wheel a try and see what happens. Um, do it, especially yeah. if you're skilling. I I feel like that. Like if you have no specific skills that you want to train, just put them all on a wheel and spin it and then and then train that skill until you get the level even if you have like 15 xp left just train it and then yeah. spin the wheel again but I, I will say one thing is to be concrete about what it is so you know when it ends right yeah because like i said if it if it's guideless and you don't feel like you're gaining anything from it if you just say kill vorkaf that's what the that's what the wheel lands on one time <laughs> yeah all right cool i've killed vorkaf once that's my whole day guess i'll go do something else stick something concrete on there Mm -hmm. gain 100k xp and whatever you're doing make you know a thousand wines kill 25 of this boss or kill 10 of this boss or you know send a solo or send back-to-back solos or something you know Mm -hmm. like don't just set goals make them like tangible where you could look at and be like oh yeah i've done exactly what's been asked you know and that will help with the the like this all feels pointless you know you know what i'm saying right because if you look at all the quests and you're like well i mean do i go top down do i start like i mean again it just comes down to narrowing the field of choices so that it's it doesn't feel so overwhelming Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, you know, I said there's not like a, a, a remedy, but the, like, there, are, there are things that can help decision paralysis. There are ways to alleviate it, but to right. be like, this is never going to happen again is not, it's not feasible because <laughs> it's going to happen again. Yeah. You know when it's going to happen? When you finish the first thing you were doing. And you're moving on to your next one? Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, again... <laughs> And again, cycle, yeah. And again, so and again, 
my my best advice that I can give is just be concrete about what you're trying to do. You know, be be concrete, be intentional with the goals that you're setting or with what you are having someone else do. Again, that's why Slayer works because the Slayer Master will tell you kill 178 cow fight. It's a specific number of a specific activity and you know exactly what to do. So Right. Like the beauty about Slayer is if you don't want to do it, you can skip it and then you have the same option mm-hmm. to ask for another task. And maybe yeah. that, I mean, you know, give yourself some some leeway to say like if you do spin the wheel and it's kill Vorkath and you're like, I really don't want to kill Vorkath spin it again but like limit yourself to not just keep spinning it uh to like find something you want to do yeah someone's someone's got to code a program where like you're allowed three spins an hour on this wheel that you manually input shit Mm -hmm. and like you just do that until it's done you it's either three spins an hour or you get three new spins whenever you complete that thing you pretty much need a, a taskmaster beyond Slayer. That's why mm. people are like, oh, artisan contracts. Like, I don't want it to just be Slayer. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. you do. I'm telling you. You want, like, if you what? are <laughs> among the player base, like myself and Michael, who cannot do the same piece of content for hours, days, weeks, months on end until it is complete, you want it to be like Slayer. Mima mm-hmm. said the Magic 8-Ball, which I actually have in my mains bank. Magic egg ball? The the magic egg ball, magic eight ball, whatever it is, I've got it in my bank. Let's give it a look and just see this item. I think it's like an Easter reward it's or an something. Easter reward. Yeah. Um let's it'll randomly the... spit out like a, a boss or an item or a pet that it recommends. Yeah. Where is this damn thing? Maybe at Dango. Is it storable or at your in the house? Player owned house? No, it's it's got like the destroy option. So you might have to go to to drain or and reget it, reclaim it. Let's see about that. While you're looking about, while you're looking, so um, this is a, there's a there's a guy on on YouTube. His name is Vanica. I don't know if you've heard of him, Oxy, but he's he he's very motivated by like tasks, and so his YouTube channel blew up because he did a series called Slayer Locked, and. He could only get account progression through Slayer. If he got an item that wasn't dropped by a Slayer monster on a Slayer task, he couldn't pick it up. Um, he obviously could train skills, but those skills had to be directly related to doing Slayer. I think his series kind of like died down a little bit because he lost momentum, but he started a new series, which I have been enjoying a lot, called task locked (laughs) and so instead of like tedious's uh um collection log he took that same concept and he he formatted it for the um combat achievements and so now he will generate a combat task and it'll tell him like he's going easy through grandmaster and he generates a new combat task and he set himself up with like um with like rules where if he completes a task that he wasn't assigned to do, he he's putting money in a coffer and it's been really cool. So like he'll, he'll, he'll hit the button and his first one was like, um, uh, kill, kill Bryophyta one time, but there's like other Bryophyta tasks that you complete that you can complete on accident. 
So his like theory crafting of how to not complete these other tasks. But that's just one example of like taking something in the game, kind of what you were talking about with the spin the wheel, um, putting things on a list and then having like a spreadsheet tell you what to do. That that could be fun. And that could be a way to organize your thoughts in a way that is um, still meaningful for account progression. Because I think for me, if I was to like really try and do the combat diaries, like that would be a fun way to do it. Just go through all of them um, systematically, like easy through Grandmaster, and have like a, a random assignment. And then you're working on that one task, and that's your main goal in your account. You no matter what else you're doing, that's the goal that you have, and you can't really deviate from it. Mm-hmm. But you were looking up something. No, I found the uh, I found the magic eight ball. I found oh the egg ball, yeah. Poh, and it's pretty cool. Like some of it's just like you know, what boss do I kill? What skill do I train? One of them was like, will I get a pet today? And uh, the magic eight ball, I it, it it randomly generates a pet. It's like, will I get the hell puppy? And it said, ask again later. And then it said, will I get the <laughs> snakeling? And it said, it is decidedly so. Ooh. So maybe I'll do a little Zolra. Then I asked it what boss I should kill. And I figured if it tells me Zalra, shit, I'm going to do it. Um, it told me Temporos, which like, okay, cool. I have Temporos on my goal list, goal list anyway. I'm doing neither one of those things because I'm currently still killing animated abyssal demons because I'm recording. But, you know, we do have options in game. This sucks to deal with. And sometimes it sucks to quantify. And there's also a whole group of players who do not understand what this is which is not a problem right because you go through your own strife you know when you kill a boss 18,000 times when you train a skill to 200 mil looking for a pet and you still don't have it it can be maddening mm-hmm. right but your brain tells you you have to finish it yeah right spending three months on a boss to green log it can be maddening so it's a different kind of like god this sucks you know so if you're in the camp that myself and michael find ourselves in it's not fun but it's also not impossible to overcome have someone else tell you what to do make it extremely concrete like not like rigid like if you break the rules you're done like that's the (laughs) end of the account but like 157 suckas on lunar isle that's as easy as it is yeah right yeah and it's the one thing i will say is try not to make it too too specific or too like out of reach for what you're trying to do if you have a a one hour wheel do something for an hour you know tiny little goal wheel you're trying to work on and 1500 vorkath is on there it's probably not something you're going to be able to achieve in a feasible amount of time. That's like a week of Vorkath, you know? And yeah. if that's your style, go for it. But if you also have the same issues as Michael and I have been talking about, maybe don't do that. So make yeah. them realistic, make them concrete. That's the best I mentally can do for you today. Yeah. Michael said there's not words you can say. There are lots of words that I could say. Well, um, I, I, more so, I more so meant like there's not a stream of words that can like not cure you i don't want to put this i don't want to make this seem like it's a you have a disease but like 
there's not something that you can just flip a switch and then you don't have decision paralysis anymore. Like you have there like you said, there's things that can that can help you cope with having it and experiencing it. Um, but it, like for me, I've just kind of accepted that in things that I'm doing, like if I have, I, like I just have to set goals for myself. That's kind of how I, I am. Like I can't just like, I can't just log into work. I can't just log into RuneScape. Can't just like start a task without just like having a goal that I'm striving for. Because otherwise, in my brain, it doesn't feel like there's, um, like it doesn't feel worth it. Mm-hmm. That's more so what I meant. Um, yeah. Because yeah, definitely there's there's ways to make it easier. I think the the my final thoughts, and I want to, you know, tie this tie the bow on this is like, whenever you're setting goals, try and make it to where you can, by the end of it, have some have some way to uh, show that you completed it. Oxy mentioned this, but I kind of wanted to expand on it. If your goal is to kill Vorkath, as that example, the goal shouldn't be to kill Vorkath. The goal should be, a, a better way to, to phrase that would be, do one hour of Vorkath, do 10 kills at Vorkath, make X dollars at Vorkath. So digging deeper into the goal, but also at the end, you'll know how you completed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and making it achievable, but also not, you know, not something that's just like autocomplete. It's also going to be key to like long-term success with setting goals in RuneScape. This kind of yeah. turned into like the goals episode, but I feel like we could talk about. I mean, that we knew what that was. We knew what this forever. was going to be going into it. I feel like you know, <laughs> yeah, it's sure. just a. It can be a shitty thing to to have to work with, but it's not impossible. You know, it's just a matter of. Matter of doing it. It's a matter yeah. of starting. Play the and, game. And don't play the game. Yeah, but just just start something. You know, just, yeah. just literally. That is the whole point of this. Is just start doing something. <laughs> that is. This is your if motivational. If you take nothing else away <laughs> yeah. from this episode, just start it. Shut up and do it. Make your dreams. Do it. You know. Just do it. Yeah, that is. Do it. That's where we're at. But <laughs> I think it's break time, Michael. All right, folks. Uh, take this time to go to the motherload mine and put some ore in your sack. And we'll whoa, see you after this. Whoa, 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 whoa! We said do it. We didn't mean we didn't mean go to motherload <laughs> mine. Do anything but MLM, please. Bye. <laughs>Howdy folks, my name is Prospect Percy and we're looking for some fine young adventurers who want to hone and grind their skills. Now if this sounds like you, then you've got to come on down to Motherload Mine. Down here we got everything you need to train up them gathering and artisan skills. We got hammers, we got pickaxes, we got dwarves, we got other adventurers, we got a bank and we got some baby moles. We've even got Grandma! Howdy Grandma! Howdy Percy! You better go come on down here looking for ores. Let me tell you, we got all sorts. We got coal, we got gold, we got mithril, we got adamantine, and even runite. And where do all them there ores come from? Say it with me, fellas. Pay dirt! That's right, folks. Them there walls are lined with pay dirt. Mine a bag full and toss them on the conveyor belt. Watch it go down the water. Say hi to the baby mole for me. Once it hits the sack, go mine some more. Load your pay dirt on till the bag is full and fix that dang wheel. When your sack is all full and you're picking through them rocks, you might find some of them there gold nuggets. I'll take them off your hands for all sorts of goodies like bags of jams and bags for coal and bags for more pay dirt. I've even got some fancy mining clothes because who doesn't love a fishing fashion skate? Cart your way down to Falador to the Muddleload Mine just next to the mining guild to make all your pay dirt dreams come true.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial break because I know I sure did. It is the part of the show now where we will take a second to thank everyone, not everyone, most of the people who support us over on our Patreon. Um, Actually, no, listen, I want to take a second to thank everyone. Thank you so much to everyone who supports us on Patreon. You guys are the best. Um, We don't, we don't like, we don't do this segment to advertise our Patreon. Yes, we tell you where to go. And we ask, like, hey, if you want to support us, here's the link. Um, and we appreciate that so much. Uh, it helps us do crazy things like um, the North Meetup on August 5th, 2023 mm-hmm. in Ypsilanti, Ypsilanti, Michigan. Um, more details on our Discord. But, uh, yeah, it helps us do crazy things like that. Like, it helps us get PC upgrades so that we can make editing a better experience. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, this is the part of the show where I want to take one, a second and one quick note about the meetup. Oh yeah. Uh, just because someone DM'd me literally while we were recording and asked, the meetup is free to go to. Oh, true, true, true. <clears throat> Other than like plane tickets and hotels and things, the meetup is free. There's not like a ticket price to get in. Right. We still have to coordinate how we are going to pay for some things because we're not gonna have you guys just like raw dog it and pay for everything we would like to do something for you guys because let's be honest it's your money that we're spending anyway um because we're using patreon (laughs) so there will be some things that are compensated by xp waste Mm -hmm. what they are yet we couldn't tell you because we don't know but it's not like you're gonna we're not gonna make you guys spend an exorbitant amount of money to do anything there's no ticket price you don't have to be part of the patreon just like show up and hang out so like a, a round of uh, what do you call it? Like laser tag might be on us or something. We we still have to figure that out as far as what we can uh, what we can pay for. But yeah, there's no tickets. Uh, like other things that like other podcasts do. Like if they have a live show, sometimes they'll sell tickets to go to that show. This is just a meetup. Like we're asking you to come hang out with us. So we're not going to make you pay to uh, to see yeah. our faces. But uh, yes, Patreon. Um, we do have people that we specifically shout out, and I'm going to do that now. So, um, new wise old man patrons this week are Alpha, who in the Discord is Alpha Hotel Quebec, and David D. Thank you so much, you guys, for joining the patron this week as our newest wise old man patrons. And on the screen now is our current wise old man patrons. Everyone who is subscribed to that tier at this current moment, thank you so much. You guys are amazing. Um, one of the great and awesome benefits of being a wise old man patron is uh, having access to a recording booth. And that is where we interact with you guys the most. And so if you ever hear us talking like uh, so-and-so in the recording booth chat said this, it's because they are a wise old man or KBD patron and um, they're hanging out with us while we're recording. Right now we have 12 of them, um, 14 total counting me and Oxy. So there's 12 of us all hanging out in a discord and 
you know, you guys are amazing. Uh, if I just, listen, if I just had to sit here and talk to Oxy, just Oxy, for three hours, this would be absolute torture every single week. So you guys... <laughs> <laughs> I knew I guess I'll go f*** myself, I guess. <laughs> sit um <laughs> that's why the old episodes used to be like 40 minutes long because <laughs> like the older one <laughs> michael's like oh my god i can't stand this anymore we got that's why the original episodes are all like under an hour and then we got the recording booth chat and they're like four hours long not yet almost someday so close. someday remember how last week we're like dude there's not gonna be much to talk about it's just desert treasure two rewards the episode was clocking like 3 30 without yeah. any editing i'm like holy yeah. shit Oh we went gosh. on for a while last week. <sighs> One day we'll we'll get we'll hit that four hours, but today is not that day. Um. Anyway, <laughs> thank you, Man patrons. You guys are amazing. Um. People that we will shout out by name is the KBD tier patrons. So, um, you guys are amazing. Consensual hugs and kisses to all of you. Um. But we do want to start out with, with the shout outs with saying thank you to Broix seventy, Oxy's dad, my dad, all of our dad, Cloud Kicker. Dickie Bird, XP Enjoyer, Gay Raccoon, MB Jones, Legend Gary, Lil Drakey, The Lord Jake himself, Mark aka iSteam, MT Birchfield, Rylithian, Satanbot666, Soggy Waffles, Seppy J, Seth Shep, Skuma92, Spire and Fire, Taco Ninja, The Big G Jordy, The Crayola Crayon, Toast No Toast, and Tiz Talk Coots. Thank you so much to everybody in the KBD tier. You guys blow our minds each and every week with your uh, amazing support. So um, if you would like to join the Patreon at any tier, ranging from $1 all the way to $25, whatever you feel like doing, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash waste. The money that you give us does not go into our pockets directly. At the moment, we do not take a cut. Uh, there is no personal checks being made out to Oxy or I. This goes uh, exclusively into helping make the show better. So thank you so much to everybody who does support us on Patreon. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash waste. Michael, it is now time for community question. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> uh Next part of the show now, we're going to go and talk about our community question that we ask you guys each and every week, a different question. And last week, we asked you, what rewards are you most excited about coming from Desert Treasure 2? And would you like to see anything changed? Starting out on our Spotify replies, we have Dylan. They said, probably to see where all of them fit in, because I believe it will be niche. The Blood Scepter to overheat, then swap to SR Axe could be the meta for one of the new boss mechanics. And that was actually D4 Drake. So thanks, D4 Drake. Next up, we have Toast No Toast. They say the robes are definitely my favorite uh, because even as a mid-level player, I have anxiety about, about using Barrow's durability. So I have to force myself not to grab the Mystic instead of my Arams. Oh, no. <laughs> it adds up yeah. over time. Yeah, I mean, did I say Her. something wrong? You said overheat instead of overheal. But oh. People understand. So D4 Drake is in the recording booth chat, and they're, uh, they're correcting a typo. So the Blood Scepter to overheal, then you swap to the, uh, the Soul Reaper's Axe. Thank you, D4 Drake. 
Uh, next up, Charlie. They say, I'm most excited to see what happens in the desert storyline. Ooh, that's a, I mean, all the rewards aside, this is like a continuation of the lore. So it's pretty neat. Um, in the future, I'd love to see all the major quest lines uh, connected in a super Grandmaster quest. So with some world changing events in before RS3 re. Mock Cat says, can't say I'm too thrilled about the new Grandmaster quest. Still slowly aiming towards the questscape in general. Hopefully something interesting other than the, the new bosses to fight and to get the drops from them. I mean, I feel that. <laughs> I don't see it as a way to like progress the account. I just see it as another like uh, another checkbox on the goals list. So, and that's for the, that's for the Iron Man, but for the main account, I think it might be fun to try and, and do those bosses day one. Actually not even day one, because I will be out of town. I think maybe it's on the 26th, right? Is it? Do they give us a date? I think they gave us a date. If I'm not mistaken, we got somebody in the discord said that desert treasure was like confirmed for the end of July. So who knows? Next up, we have Shane. They said, on the topic of a second ring slot, a utility ring. The main slot is for combat and the one ring uh, and a ring and one for the ring of dueling, wealth, celestial, endurance, etc. That, that, I, I could get behind that because like, it probably would end up just being you combat ring and then you have your ring of endurance. But like, where does Lightbearer fit? That's true. That is a dramatic... Change. That's like, it's particularly that's like is it the offhand for light bearer or is it light bearer not count because you predominantly use special attack mm. in PVM, but you yeah. also use it in skilling. Yeah. So who knows? It's yeah. like a it's like a hybrid ring. So they would have to really define it. Tuhis said it's buffed blood barrage and stuff, right? Question mark. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Uh, if you get the new gem slot thing for the scepter that you get from us, but that you get from Desert Treasure 1, that's the progression of that. Grooch says, looking forward to the rings and the expensive drops early. Would also like to know your thoughts on if there were two ring slots, they'd be separated combat and utility. So, uh, Ultor and Wealth, etc. Yeah, I honestly, I think that would be the way to go, but it would have to, they would really have to like define some stuff. Yeah, you know? I was just say because does. Does suffering count as a combat ring? Yeah. I, you know? Does Ring of the Gods count as a combat ring? Right, because like the Ring of Suffering is, is designed to be a utility ring for the Ring of Recoil. But like, is yeah. the Ring of Recoil a combat? Yeah. Or is that like, utility? If, if by the strictest definition, or the broadest definition, we said combat rings are anything that gives you a stat boost. Mm. Right? Any stat boost that is a combat ring... That allows for all of the standard jewelry rings, right? Yeah. Ring of Wealth, Ring of Dueling, Ring of Recoil, all to be used as utility. I believe OSRS Lightbearer, I don't think Lightbearer has any stats. So Lightbearer would fall in the utility, utility category, as would the Ring of Endurance, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it offers no stat boosts. However, Ring of the Gods would fall in the combat category. Ring of Suffering would fall in the combat category. Yeah. Um, which definitely has its purposes. 
Like, don't get me wrong, Lightbearer and Ring of Suffering somewhere like Zalra would be awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, Lightbearer and the new, what's the the range one? Venator, Lightbearer and Venator would be nice in the Inferno. You know, I, honestly, dude, you could say that for like Lightbearer would stay in the utility slot. I don't think you you would like other than the the Ring of Endurance. For things like uh Herbivore where you're running cool. around yeah but no like but why would you need a combat ring like i'm talking in terms of places where you need two rings style <laughs> <laughs> like okay zilliana ring of endurance plus whatever range ring that you got you don't really need the special attack things like that that would uh, be if you bring cool. a zcb it's nice yeah but, i imagine I don't know. um it, it's all about mid-maxing at that point so i think it would be cool and hopefully they consider it because they did say you know this is going to change things but like they kind of removed the biggest change which was this, this, this the prayer book moving on backslice says we need to teleport right outside muspa's lair the weiss run is too long i just want to point out that they said that in all caps and i did not do the yelling justice <gasps> The Weiss um, run is too long. So uh, they said, I feel very strongly about this. I, we can tell. And I think that you're absolutely right. Give us, <laughs> give us a teleport right to Muspa. Josh says, Soul Reaper Axe. Of course, the rings and robes would be great, but who knows what the axe may be good for. I want to try it. It's super strong and the same attack speed as the Fang. It looks cool too. I voted no on the axe on my iron man and i may cancel out my vote after i give it some more thought if the poll is still running and go vote yes on my main so who knows but for the time being i voted no uh nate dog says excited to make some money on the new rings kind of bummed they're just stat increases the axe should be stronger and maybe give it more damage and a faster attack speed as it ramps up but you lower its max hp Hmm. Hmm. I don't. I don't know. I I don't know. The axe doesn't excite me, and I'm sorry if I'm being a buzzkill. But like, ugh. I, I, there was a a Spari, um host of the Guth Express podcast. He posted in the X Series chat a video of somebody like hyping up the axe, and I have yet to watch that. I need to go and watch it because I think it might change my perspective and actually give me something to talk about. Um, when it comes to the new axe, because like again. Because it's probably going to be put into the game. People are probably going to, enough people are probably going to vote yes that it, that it becomes in the game. So, like, me voting no is probably not going to do much, but it, I just, I probably need to just learn more about it. Um, Trumpet Kid says, excited to, excited for the money, solo bosses. Love me some solo scape. Are you an Iron Man? Um, please sound off. Alex says, I'd love a new tree to get 10,000 logs from. Alex, I feel like that was an inside joke that we do not know the origin of. No, someone... We just had someone say they're trying to get 10,000 of every log. That was Otis. Wait, did they? 10,000 of every... Am I dumb? (laughs) Is this like... Is this a reoccurring inside joke that I should know about? (laughs) Oh, dear God. Host oh, no. of the XP Ways podcast, everyone. <laughs> I was sick for a week, so like my brain got reset. 
And finally, on Spotify, Spencer says, just new bosses to fight and hopefully some things that aren't range-only meta. Here, here. Here, here. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit... I'm a little bit tired of just, hey, bring your, you know, bring your Bofa, bring your take the Tebow. Tebow. Or it's not even take the Tebow. Nowadays, it's take the shadow. Take the shadow. Oh, guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Um, moving on, we have our YouTube replies. Same question we asked you guys. What, what rewards are you most excited about coming from Desert Treasure 2? And what changes would you like to see made? And we only have one reply. Jordy says, rewards wise. Uh, the prayer book would have been nice, but I understand that it's just not possible. I hope they uh, dare to expand certain fractions, like the Majorat quest line, and just cope. And I j- and I just hope they add the new prayer book down the road. That's uh, again. I think I do. I do agree with you. I hope that in some form or fashion we get the prayer book. Um, whether it's like we talked about last week, whether it's a whole new prayer book in itself, or they just expand on the standard book. I hope that that changes do come with that. You know, I recently watched a, a tasty video while playing Ark looking for rock Drake eggs. And he brought up a good point that like, it is so entrenched in the game itself to be able to protect from incoming damage. Mm hmm and be able to do more damage with prayers that not having that in a prayer book immediately makes it useless in combat. So unless the prayer book is exclusively for skilling, which how do you realistically do a skilling prayer book without boosting XP dramatically? Like it's, mm. it's really hard to, to find that balance, you know, because it's just not it just doesn't seem worth it i guess without protection prayers and without melee prayers or not melee prayers without offensive boosting prayers but with protection prayers and offensive boosting prayers how much different is it than the standard prayer book right that's kind of my it's, my thought was it's, it's not it's not so, <laughs> i think you know it's been discussed that we add more to the prayer book which i don't hate piety's 17 years old or whatever it was Mm -hmm. the 2007 backup so it's going on jesus god it really is going on like 17 years isn't it because piety i think was like a week before the backup piety came out or a Mm -hmm. week or two before the backup piety came out right um they know people have mentioned soggy waffles posted the god alignment prayers that could be cool i don't understand that enough to talk about it but that could be cool um Maybe we do add some higher level prayers. Maybe we do add a 96, 97, 98 tier rigor, augury, piety, just straight up better than. But how do we add that? Is Through it untradeable? A quest, probably. Is it a boss drop? Yeah. You're going to quest for a 30% range damage prayer? That doesn't seem very on par. Like the other, like rigor comes from a raid. So, right. like, how do you something that's more powerful than rigor? How do you get it? You know, you I don't. A that, that's a tough one. Is exactly <laughs> like how do you even consider adding new prayers? Um, hmm. I don't know. Prayer book hard. Prayer book hard. Ring slot fun. Anyway, that is going to do it for uh, the community question this week, guys. Thank you so much to everyone who answered. If you want to answer this week's question, 
It's going to be, what is your best method for starting a task when you're feeling unmotivated, essentially? That's Can answer this one. week's question over on the community question section on Spotify or the pinned comment of this YouTube video. My dear friend, Michael <laughs> Oxy, it is now, <laughs> if this is your first episode, I'm yeah, so sorry. It's, but it's anyway. A rough week for your first episode, let me tell you. You are, <laughs> you are up, sir. It is your turn for the I... best segment. <clears throat> only, second only to um, me doing the community question. <laughs> anyway. God damn. Damn. We do. It is Achievement of the Week time. I got to say hi to Fumble Swing because I don't think uh, they saw that I said hi the first time because I think I typed it as they teleported away. So hi, Fumble Swing. They're ruin crafting while I'm doing whatever. I don't want to be an asshole. Um, <laughs> but it's Achievement of the Week time. We're going to kick things off with combat because you guys didn't feel very violent this week. Um, we do have some good news, though. Four fire capes. Mm. The Lard Lard, Xenon, the Koi Fish, and Chaos all got their first fire capes this week. Huge. Literally huge for the account. We love a good first fire cape around here. And frankly, we don't get enough of them. So congratulations to you guys. I said you guys didn't feel very violent, and I meant it. Dr. Burt and AFK for a bit both achieved their first corrupted gauntlet KC, and Achilles got their Missouri kit. That's it. That's all the killing that was done. Still monumental achievements nonetheless, just you guys are within a small party this week. Small party of murderers, as it were, you know? Moving on to the miscellaneous section, even smaller but more expectedly so. We have two quest capes. iSteam finally got their quest cape, and Xenon, with the double-double appearance, got their quest cape and their fire cape pretty sure in, like, the same week. Also, I think, was it, was it the Lard Lard who got the 1KC Fire Cape pet? The Jad pet? I think it was. I know Pets somebody did this recently. Pets are not achievements, Lard Lard. But welcome to the 1KC pet gang. Michael and I are glad to welcome you in. Hell yeah. Additionally, in the achievement category, Ryukasen got his diary cape, and Chris, 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 Chris got his music cape this week. So... We got a little bit of a little bit of cape action. We got quest cape, we got diary cape, and we got music cape. The big three of random miscellaneous stuff that people do in this game. Skilling is a little bit thicker. We got about a dozen 99s or so this week. So let's get right into them. Kicking things off, the man himself, Jake. That is AI, the AICSTP Jake, the vice president of the only Jake Society here in <laughs> TNL. Got 99 agility. He also got a ton of other 99s over the past couple weeks that he posted in achievement levels and achievements. But I thought we already shouted them out, so I didn't I didn't shout them out. So Jake with I, I'm pretty certain we already did, all right? Because we'd shout them out before he would even <laughs> post them. But in addition to 99 agility, Jake is almost maxed. Um yeah. and he's he's flying. cruising. He's getting there, man. He's he's gonna get there. Uh La Floridian achieved 99 hit points. Spari achieved 99 Slayer. And possibly 99 smithing by the time this episode's out. You'll know next week. Cloud Kicker achieved 99 attack. MJ still achieved 99 hit points. Humble Owl with, I believe, their first 99 achieved 99 hit points. River Wolf achieved 99 strength. And I want to say River Wolf f***ed up the 99. Um, just like you did at Zelcano. Yeah. Uh, just by, like, killing Cerberus and forgetting oh, that he yeah. almost had 99. Um 
So, you know, you got a little bit of OxyMichael 99 there for you. A suffix, Isaac, achieved 99 wood cutting. Toaster Bath achieved 99 mining. You are free, my friend. For Vitney, also achieved 99 mining and actually gave a pretty good post about how the big three are done. And he's like, Yeah, huge. I'm going to get a max cape, baby. Like, he's ready. <laughs> like, it's it, it took a while, but he did it and it's all done. He did mining in like a month. Yeah. Can I just take a second to like shout out this man? It, he started literally like two or three months ago. He had like none of the big three were done and just absolutely grinded them out. Mining. Uh, was last so he did rune crafting agility and then mining and yes not it was like what 80 something to 99 mining in a month insane it was it, he like the last couple of days he was saying he had like 600k at mlm a day that was that's gotta be rough that's like 10 or 12 hours yeah but he's free and moving on <laughs> we have kiosk bane who also got their first 99 with 99 range sickness got 99 hit points guess you could say he's not that sick anymore Gay Raccoon got 99 range. Sheffy achieved 99 strength. Sauced, it's S-O-S-D, and I imagine it's just pronounced Sauced. I'm not sure. Achieved 99 Slayer. K Black achieved 2K total twice because of the virtual total level throwing off his groove <laughs> there. And Cloud Kicker coming in once again in the skilling category with 2100 total level. That wraps up Achievement of the Week this week, folks. You guys are absolutely killing it. You know, we, we get so many 99s a week. It's just super fun to watch. If you want to yeah. be a part of the the elite few, you know, the ones who can be shouted out on Achievement of the Week for whatever you do, join our Discord. Discord.gg forward slash OSRSTNL. Post about your achievements. We say it every week, but literally whatever they are, whether it's base 60s or a Zuck Helm or an Infernal Cape or a Fang Kit, we don't care. Post about your achievements. We want to see them. There's a lot of other stuff to talk about as well. There's very active voice chats. It's a it's a holiday weekend, but it's a Saturday, and of course the voice chats are going up. We got rating, we got bossing, people doing all sorts of stuff. General, we're doing VCs, a skill of the week right now. We are doing a skill of the week right now that I got a level with you. I forgot we were doing. I have been logged in for four <laughs> hours and ten minutes on my main account that I could have been wood cutting. Yeah. Because we did were you like, sign oh, up? we'll do a skill of the week. I did sign up. Yes. Oh. And I'm pretty certain the only wood cutting XP I've gained is from Ice Demon. Because <laughs> I do it every time, Michael. Every time we do a skill of the week, I'm like, this is it, baby. I'm earning myself the title. We're taking the W. Skill of the week starts. I go to work. Someone cracks off 1.5 million XP in the first hour. And I'm like, well, there See goes the I'm done. <laughs> like I'm not catching up to that shit. I'm done. Um, That's so fun. I have done a little bit of forestry, um, and it's fun. I I like it. It's a little confusing and a little distracting at first because there's not the one thing I think forestry doesn't do well. It doesn't explain what the fuck is going yeah. on. That's like, that's literally my only complaint. Like, like piles of shit just like pop up on the ground and you're expected to know what to do. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to do any of that. Um, So I think forestry itself could probably benefit from like a mini quest, maybe just to That'd teach people what the hell yeah. is happening. Maybe yeah. give like 150 woodcutting XP as a reward or like. Maybe that's how you get a Forester kit. Like You can buy it for 120 GP, or you can do the quest and get one for free, where mm -hmm. all you do is just like chop a certain amount of trees. Because like RuneScape as an MMO, if you think about it, 
doesn't have any of the classic fantasy like kill x number of enemies quests because we have a whole skill dedicated to that Mm -hmm. so like maybe the quest is like the the friendly forester or whoever he is is like damn i need some wood can you get me some wood and you gotta cut a certain number of trees maybe it's like a it was a what are oaks 15 wood cutting yeah maybe you have to have like a 15 wood cutting requirement and he's like i need some oaks but like you know i need you to investigate this stuff too and then like during the quest you get like a an event that procs and the friendly forester walks you through how to do the event and tells you about other events and maybe gives you a little book or stuff like that like shows you what could happen kind of like how mm-hmm. guardians of the rift teaches you or uh, temple of the eye teaches you how to play guardians of the rift yeah. stuff like that daddy's home is like an introduction to construction mm-hmm. it's an yeah. introduction to mahogany homes oh yeah. yeah like i think that's that's what forestry could benefit from that's the one thing forestry doesn't do well is you have no idea what's going on so yeah otherwise forestry pretty neat you know there's your little tidbit. <laughs> yeah. I watched a Hanani video because she popped up on my YouTube feed. Yeah. I forgot how funny that girl was, man. I laughed my <laughs> ass off watching that video. We should have her back. I don't uh, know. If I want my cheeks to hurt. <laughs> I had a migraine for like two days after that episode. Oh, God. And I laughed so damn hard editing it. God, that was a good time. <laughs> Hope you're doing well, Hanani. Uh, but yeah, we have lots of other stuff that goes on in the Discord. So come join it. Come hang out. One of the channels in the Discord that we have, which is actually exclusive for XPWay's patron members, is the fun questions chat. Because what, a buttery what time transition. is it, Michael? It is fun question time. You're goddamn right. It is you know fun what? question time. I have one. Off the dome. Good heavens, would you look at the time Michael has thought of his own fun question, folks. <laughs> Holy shit, it's like August 2021 <laughs> all over again, baby. We are so back. <laughs> this is in no way anything against Iron Otis who posted a question, but I, I've, I'm curious of my own question, and maybe we'll save Otis's for next week. Um, but Oxy, I have, this is like off the dome, so Oxy has no idea. Oxy, you start a brand new account. You're on Tutorial Island, and there is a new game mode where you can start a new account, and you have to lock yourself out of three skills. But you get a buff or some sort of reward or some sort of like uh, you gain something for three other skills. What three skills are you locking yourself out of and what three skills do you want a buff in? Someday Michael's going to learn what the Shattered Relics League is. Um, and he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna love it. So, assuming this is an Iron Man account, right? It can't. It doesn't have to be. Then it doesn't matter what my skill choice is, because I'll just pick three random skills and buy everything that I need. The challenge would, I imagine, would be an Iron Man, right? Well, because okay. I would do if it was a main account, I'd do crafting, herblore, and fletching. Because I wouldn't have to spend money to get those 99s, and then I would buy the but, stuff that I needed with those skills. Well, well, think about this. If you lock yourself out of Herblore, any quest that requires an Herblore level, you're not going to be able to do it. You can't do Song of the Elves. So it's not as simple as just saying, I'm going to pick the three skills that are buyables. 
because like you're not doing those quests now. I mean, mm. but if you want to, if you want to spin this in an Iron Man way, and we don't have the <clears throat> quest locked feature, then that's that's also. I was to say if it's a if it's a quest lock feature, I mean, that's a tough one because you don't get to complete the game. Like you don't get to if, right. if it's 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 hard and it takes a lot of theory crafting. I think if we're going with the quest locked option, whether main or Iron Man, defense is one of the ones I'm not doing. Smart because people know how to play that, and I could figure out how to make an account as a one defense peer, right? The the other ones that would be difficult to cut out or so because I can't do Song of the Elves anyways because I can't train defense and you can get up to Morning's End Part Two but you need level five defense to equip the Ardoyan Knight outfit oh right <laughs> or whatever it is to equip Steel so you need a little bit of defense to actually complete Song of the Elves. That's why peers can't do it. Um, Damn. So there's that. I probably, because I can't do so, would also cut out Hunter. Um, <laughs> Hunter <'cause> like, useless. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just trying to conceptualize, like, what would I do with Hunter? There's really not much you can do with Hunter, you know? And I think to build off of that, if I can't do Hunter and I can't do Song of the Elves because I don't have one defense, Dragon Slayer also gives a defense reward. So you can't mm. do Dragon Slayer, you can't get Piety, you can't get a Assembler, you can't do Dragon Slayer 2. I'm also going to cut out Smithing. Because I think if I'm playing either on a main or on an iron, not like Smithing only serves the purpose of account progression in other ways. Right. We don't smith our own armor. We don't upgrade our own armor. Um, if I'm a main account, things that require smithing to do, I will buy, like a dragon yeah. fire shield. Things that require smithing on an iron, guess I'll go f*** myself. <laughs> right. Doesn't um, uh, like Torva and Torva Missouri requires a smithing level. Smithing? I don't know if Missouri requires a smith. Let me... Let me actually look. Smithing uh, other. Let's see. 90 smithing for Torva, 90 smithing for the Elidness Ward, 90 smithing for the DFS, uh, 90 smithing for the Ursine Chain Mace, 80 smithing for any God Sword Blades, 85 for Spirit Shields. Um, let's see what else. I imagine is Zori fletching? Is it crafting? Maybe crafting. Because that'd be under armor, theoretically. So. Yeah, Missouri is 90 crafting. Oh, okay. So you could technically still get Missouri. Um, and you don't need any of the three aforementioned skills to do. Oh, shit. Do you need. <laughs> Hold on. OSRS. Uh, what's it called? Beneath Curse Sands. Beneath Curse Sands. Do you need a smithing requirement for Beneath Curse Sands? You don't need anything. Uh, but let's see for like. Contact. There's no requirement there. Prince Ali Rescue, nice, Farland's nice. little helper. All right. So what about here's a question for this fun question, right? That we're yeah. that we're theorizing together. If you have a skill locked, right? Like say for example, I'm not training smithing, but I'm training cooking and I'm doing recipe for disaster. 
mm-hmm. and a, a sub quest gives me smithing XP. Can I still complete that quest? It just won't give me the XP. Right, I think so. Like okay. it's it's not it's not a requirement to do the quest. It's a reward from it. So you just wouldn't you wouldn't get the reward. Okay, so I, yeah, I think I think smithing hunter and defense are my three that I'm not going to go with because I am skilled enough at the game to like I wouldn't make a one defense account build. I wouldn't limit myself to 45 prayer. I would mm-hmm. get 99 prayer if I could. Yeah. Um, and I think that's probably one of the boosts I would choose. Um, is that's a smart prayer one. would be like a like a huge XP multiplier. Or prayer would be trained by using the prayers in addition to burying bones. Mm. Like prayer would be a lot easier for me. Um, maybe prayer, I'd have a constant like prayer enhance effect. Like every 30 seconds I restored three prayer points. Right. It would be like your I health. Yeah. I think I think that is what I that, that like would be health. the perk that I had. Um if I had one defense, prayer is obviously super important. So I think I would do maybe two or three prayer points every couple of seconds 30 seconds 60 seconds something like that just to get some prayer points back passively so that's one of the boosts i would go with um another boost i would go with this is where it kind of does depend on whether or not i am a main or an iron Mm -hmm. so if i'm a main account a bonus i'm getting Actually, let me see if I can think of another skill that doesn't have so much like divide. Because like I'm, I'm trying to like I'm looking at the skills right now. I mean, the uh, another easy one for a one defense pure main or iron magic no longer requires runes. Ooh, is but what at what level? The, like any no, level? It just doesn't require runes. Huh? You train it, but it doesn't require runes. That's my perk. That's cool. Um. Which is OP as shit compared to the skills I'm not using, but right. The the two that I'm that I'm back and forth about, right? So I'm an Iron Man for for God. Even even as an Iron, it's tough for farming. Herb yield is tripled. That'd be cool. Iron, yeah. Herb yield is tripled if I'm an Iron. Um, for farming, I think a really cool perk would be that uh, you have unlimited access to any seed like you don't have to go and get seeds like you just have a seed vault and you can pull them out as you need them but they're untradeable i might scrap the magic one just because i think the magic one is too powerful for this kind of thing i think what i would do is i would um add like a three or four times drop multiplier for slayer uniques as an iron man what about for magic your magic attacks tick faster or you can alk faster, or you can do super heat faster. Like maybe it's instead a, of like four the, ticks, the, they're the five ticks. <laughs> production master relic from yeah. Wings Two, where you just process everything in one tick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael, Michael is gonna love love leagues if he actually plays it. I don't love leagues. But. You, uh, th- you're putting this kind of thought into a fun question, Michael. <laughs> oh baby, you could really enjoy leagues. You could learn to love it. Because um, you're basically just describing a league, uh, I think, or maybe <laughs> dead man mode. Who knows? So yeah, I'm thinking I'm definitely cutting out hunter, smithing, and defense, and I'm definitely boosting prayer, slayer, and farming. I think those are the three that I'm going with. Nice. It, it's it's hard as a main account to justify farming because I don't really care. 
Right. But as um, an Iron Man, it's huge. I was going to say, as a main account, <clears throat> like, I don't know. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just say that. Yeah. Either way, you know, herb yield is tripled, four times drop rate for Slayer Uniques, and every couple of seconds, 30 seconds, I restore three prayer points. Those nice. are the perks I'm going with. Yeah. And I don't think that those are too OP. They definitely are. For well, not no, being like able to trade, it's, it's like smithing and hunter, and I just get a permanent prayer boost. That's pretty. <laughs> You're f- giving something up, though. <laughs> that's that's the trade off. Because yeah. it could be any skills that you give up, but it's like yeah, because I, I won't get piety, so it's fair. Mm-hmm. I'll have to use like ultimate reflexes <laughs> or whatever it is. The brain prayer that gets me killed everywhere I go. <laughs> All right, so mine. I've had some time to think, and I think uh-huh. with these three. I haven't taken Song of the Elves or like mm, a lot of the major quests. I haven't taken them off the table. Some diaries potentially, but uh, I am giving up fire making, fletching, and fishing as a main account and even as an Iron Man. Fletching would be hard because like it's it's pretty big for your uh, like account progression as far as making your own darts can't buy darts anywhere really um but anyway fletching fire making and um fishing those three skills i don't really like to train anyway so giving them up wouldn't be the worst thing i instantly knew fire making because that's the most useless skill in the game make fire <laughs> burn thing. money burn money um so the perks though the perks my first perk is going to be for agility. Um, at 99 agility, you no longer lose run energy. It's Why not the whole not, time. Why would you not make that level one? Because I'm, I'm looking at it more of like, this is a skill cape perk. Okay. But, because like, I don't know, that would just make, like nobody would give up agility. But if you didn't care to train agility all the way to 99, then... Uh, it just gives more incentive to train the skill. The second one was the one that I told you, but for farming, it's you have access to an unlimited supply of seeds, but they're untradeable. So you can't just like take out 10,000 Renar seeds mm-hmm. and sell them. But if you want to spend the time to plant them all, then you could benefit from the from like your yield. But there's no like boost to how many you can... Like you, you still make the standard amount. You just don't have to train uh, skills. Like you don't have to fight monsters or or thieve to get them. Uh, the last one is for herb, herb lore. Uh, you can you have like a potion decanter. So instead of having to take, you know, sixteen or what, are you instead of having to fill up your slots with prayer potions, you have a potion. You have a prayer potion jug where you add. It takes up one slot, and essentially you just get to keep adding doses. It's like a bottomless compost bucket for, but for each of your potions. That would be so. You have awesome you have one, <laughs> inferno, right? That you have one slot for all of your awesome. <laughs> you have one slot for your brews. You have one slot for all of your super combats, and you just like you don't get them for free, but it just adds all of your potions into one massive jug that you can take sips from that's actually pretty that's a good one I'm yeah not gonna lie that's pretty good now these could be future um leagues rewards but i think that would be a fun way to like play the account because obviously 
Jagus would have to put their heads together and like figure out like really cool rewards for each tier. Mm-hmm. Cause maybe like with smithing, for instance, like it would be like a 75% chance that you don't use the bar, but you still get the material or something. Just something absolutely insane. Um, mining, it could make it to where I don't think you could make mining better. But... Mining? You mine one rock, 99. Hey, Every rock yeah, in the game 99. offers 13.1 million experience. Oh my gosh. So you just, you just to go from one to immediately, one rock, everyone's getting the big fireworks. <laughs> Nobody has to train that dumbass <laughs> skill. That's my perk of mining. <laughs> the perk of mining is it's no longer in the game, so you don't have to do it. <laughs> just remove the skill altogether. <laughs> <laughs> I like mining and I didn't tell you this but I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure once I go once I get my quest cape I'm going to camp and get as high as I can with mining on the group ironman so that we can have amethyst cuz I really don't mind it. I've been training mining this whole time and I've gotten I thought you get 77 earlier. I've gotten 100,000 mining XP just Good God. just in our session today. So, I don't I really don't mind it. I didn't even bat an eye doing it. So anyway, that is the fun question. If you guys want to answer that, obviously, uh, let us know. Uh, recap, you lock three skills. You cannot train them, and you don't get quest XP rewards from them, and you can't complete quests that require them, but you can get three boosts or buffs to current skills that you're not locked, and then obviously you have to tell us what you would have, what you came up with with those three skills. So let us know. But Oxy, I believe it is the end of the episode, as they would Do say. Believe it is. Kids these days say that. Anyway, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to the show. If you want to follow us on our social media, figure out what we're doing there. Um, all the links you would ever need are in the in the uh, in the description. If you want to join our Patreon? Uh, check out our merch. Um, what else is in there? I don't know uh, the RSVP for the for the meetup that should be in the description. Let us know if you're coming. Um, it's really simple. It's what's your name, what's your Discord name, how many people are coming. We just want to get kind of a head count to see, mm-hmm. you know, before we before we do this whole shindig. So um, let us know, and you can check the pin comment if you don't want to go to the description. Go to the go to the pins of the XP base chat, and the Google form is there. So submit that uh, whenever you get a chance. Don't forget the meetup is August fifth. 2023 in Ypsil- Ypsilanti, Michigan at, uh, it's called, what is it called? Uh, Big Best in Games, I believe. Best in Games. Best in Games in uh, outside of Ann Arbor. So that's going to do it, guys. Thank you so much for listening this far. Um, we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.